she? Is he late? The heroine of Pride and Prejudice is Elizabeth Bennet. She is one of the greatest and most complex characters ever written. Not that you would know. As a matter of fact, I've read it. Oh, well, good for you. I think you discover a lot of things if you really knew me. If I really knew you, I know what I would find. Instead of a brain, a cash register, instead of a heart, a bottom line. What? I just had a breakthrough. What is it? I have you to thank for it for the first time in my life when confronted with a horrible, insensitive person. I knew exactly what I wanted to say, and I said it. Well, I think you have a gift for it. It was a perfect blend of poetry and meanness. Meanness? Let me tell you something about meanness. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just trying to pay you a compliment. Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ethan. And I'm Megan. Hey, there we go. We we, didn't, I, didn't do I, I just realized, what? of all the things we were trying to sort of figure out before we went on, I was I started talking, I went, oh, we haven't figured out who's doing what rundown right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't sure if I would hear Ethan. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, we've been going through, well, full disclosure. We're trying to see if Ethan, who's recording from a different location today, will, if his connection will hold up. On a dodgy connection. On a dodgy connection. Ethan decided to pay tribute to this film by dialing in on a 52K modem connection that he's just plugged into the wall. So uh, it is not, yeah. Welcome to AOL. (laughs) We do always say that I, uh, was it Time Jump? What's that? What was it called? Quantum Leap. Quantum. Quantum leap. I quantum leaped. Yeah. Yes, you did. And uh, so we're getting some distortion from Ethan's perspective in the past here. But welcome to episode number 205. You've got mail. You have mail. Have mail. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'll come to it when we get to it, yeah. shall we? <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is episode number 205. Uh, if it's your first time or your 205th time listening to one of our deep dives, hey, welcome. Uh, you might get a slightly truncated version because we're trying to do the impossible. Talk about quantum leaping. Yeah. We're recording two episodes, uh, both alike in dignity. <laughs> but uh, back back. Again. <laughs> yeah. But one's going to be from this year and one's going to be from, we're going to jump to next year. <laughs> All in the course of one evening. At least Liam and I will for sure yeah hopefully we won't be visited by three spirits no but hopefully we'll be visited by some different <laughs> i mean i wouldn't guests mind around spirits. the table different guests around the table yeah. you wouldn't mind three spirits no oh, okay oh well, do well not the ghost gin. kind <laughs> talking, yeah. i don't have well i do have gin but i don't have any tonic to put with it so there's oh, no gin okay. tonight oh i might have some tonic cans i'm not sure oh, i might well, maybe there will be some okay spirits. we'll see we'll see um <laughs> but uh, if this is like if it's your first your 204th uh welcome uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, so last week we did Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, we did. How's that doing? Uh, well, we are now on the reflections and corrections part, so I'm not uh, going to okay. reflect or correct. That's okay, cool. Uh, I might deflect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ethan and I finished up our run of the David Tennant uh, Doctor Who episodes. Cool. With The Giggle. The Giggle. The Giggle. The giggle. Was it a good laugh? Uh, it, funnily enough, <laughs> funny, uh, not the biggest comedy episode. 
I'm guessing it didn't have to be. No. I don't know what happens in it, so it could just be, are they oh. laughing to death? Or like, it's usually spooky things. The program's do. available on uh, BBC One. Oh, okay. Or, I don't ha- or the yeah. iPlayer, sorry. When you go to BBC iPlayer, can you do catch-up on them as well? Yeah. Can you, can you watch... Like, yeah, you can day, watch You can uh, watch everything from... from I did from, like from, David Tennant. He was I, I know you can watch Eccleston on Forward. I'm sure this is oh, where Ethan... Okay. The one blessing of the Dodger connection is Ethan can't hijack this into a Doctor <laughs> Who thing. Because I can mute him and say, oh, Ethan's connection's cut out. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but Ethan, can you watch... Classic Who? You can watch Classic Who on the iPlayer, right? Oh, the last Yeah, is you back. can watch from the first Doctor onwards and the TV movie and a load of spin offs and documentaries. Yeah, you got a lot. And will that change when um, Disney get hold No, of Disney's going to have the international rights, but the UK rights will remain with, with the BBC. BBC. Kind of similar to how Oasis Records were distributed worldwide by Sony. But in yeah. the UK, it was still Big Brother Records or whatever it was. Or Creation at the beginning. Or Creation at the beginning. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's that same concept. Oh, that's cool. There we are. So um, tell you who else has local and global distribution. Yeah, go on. It's the BFE, and we got Patreon backers all over the world. Ooh. So we want to say a big, uh, you've got mail too. Juleen. Yay. Hermes. All right. James de Guzman. Lena Oberholzer. Anthony and Davies. Is on. Chris Peterson. Yeah. Randall, what's your handle? Silva. All right. Dwayne Smith. Twice with the Yeatmeister, Reverend Bruce. Okay, Nate the Great. I worked so much for that. Yay! <laughs> I'm convinced Nate gets the worst cheer because every time it's I'm sorry, you're Nate. just so focused on Reverend Bruce <laughs> that you're like, oh, I'm past that hurdle. <laughs> I do want to worry about that hurdle. <laughs> so Nate the Great, he is the Great. Andy Dixon, <laughs> Holly Callan. Deck the holes with Holly Callan. La, 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 la. Cheesy with a fish, fish on, on a bike. bike. Our resident curmudgeon. Richard. The cool cat himself. Ryan Kukat. Dirk, but his friends call him. Diggler. Hi, Dirk. The shy guy <laughs> himself. Shy burger friend. Shy guy. Shy guy. A stew from the Stew World Order podcast. All right. And Norfolk Thomas. Yeah. And if you want to know how you can help keep the lights on at the studio of Austin, it's literally as Meg turns the light on, <laughs> and help keep well that done. sweet, sweet BFE content coming from the microphone to your ears two times a week even ethan's ridiculous kitten ears please continue <laughs> joining our patreon you can get in the door for as little as three british pounds that's less than four bucks american and about five dollars canadian other currencies <laughs> are available my beer's on a lag with ethan's audio <laughs> i went to grip it and like my nail poor slipped grip. off the <laughs> poor grip in <laughs> <That was poker. laughs> <laughs> I got a joke and I can't. Yes, uh, you can. No, I, I can definitely cannot. Uh, charts all around the world. All around the world. Got to spread the word. <laughs> we were number five in the Ukraine. Oh. That's good. good yeah, it's kind of a crazy. Wow. We have got as high as three previously, but it's been a while. So whoever's in the Ukraine, hello. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hello, Ukraine. Hello. Um, keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Mer- Merry Christmas, guys. Stay strong. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Um, it's a weird one. Our sister pod that's been dormant for many a year now. Oh, yeah. Talking to Mickey. Talking to Mickey, yeah. Number one in Honduras this week. <laughs> so how does that happen? Like Someone discovers it and goes, oh, I'm going to listen to the whole the whole catalog, or I'm going to tell oh, a friend so about it. Everything and they download it, it, it enough to, to, to qualify it, right? So we could finish this podcast now. But it's there forever. come back to it. That's there for, for, yeah. And if someone decides, oh. I mean, Disney is quite, you know, everyone enjoys Disney. Disney's evergreen. They can, yeah, exactly. Because people go, oh, I really like the the... 
We haven't done the Lion King. I read like Aladdin. You haven't done the Lion King? No, you'd almost think I ran a different podcast for which the Lion King might be a, a draw at a later date. Oh, okay. The good news is some of the ones we did previously, we can easily do again for this pod. We don't, you know, just because we don't know ones, we, we can't that, do it. We did um, Elemental one, didn't we? Yeah, because we were, well, but I mean, and things that we may have reviewed on, on, on Talking the Mickey we could do over here now. Oh, so like okay. You Aladdin. Again. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't do Aladdin on the BFE treatment. We just did it on Talking the Mickey. Did so. we not um, do not both? One, no, not, not for Aladdin. Oh, okay. Because no. there was a few... Beauty we, and the Beast, we did for sure. We t- we, yeah, we Toy Story, both. we did for sure. Toy I think Story those are the only two when Talking the Mickey was alive that got the simulcast. Oh, okay. Other stuff we've done since. I've just thrown it up there just for just for kicks and giggles. Yeah. But uh, no, it's so like all the Doctor Who stuff, for the most... I may have to do the last couple... We, we we punch over there because Disney Plus now is Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Loki, all the Loki stuff definitely went up. Yep. And so, yeah, it's just that kind of stuff. But, yeah, so there's that. But, uh, no. Um, and the thinking. Lion King we didn't do because we were trying. Because at first we were knocking off all the heavyweights. All, all the good news, And yeah. I was going, guys, we're going to be left with, like, just the crap if we don't slow down <laughs> on this. So I created a three-tier system and no one was allowed to pick from, like, the good tier for a while. I suppose once you've done all the main films, yeah. then you are going to start running out a little bit. Yeah, so you? I think the thing was, like, yeah. It was a, it was a podcast you think about the massive ones. Really last, yeah. wasn't it? The massive ones. All we had, we, we wasn't that many of the huge ones left. We hadn't done Jungle Book. We hadn't done Love Lion you. King. But if you had, then I say unless you did some of the series and the, the like old the package films, films from the sixties were yeah. the yeah they were, they were the ones where it's like guys we're gonna have to do a few more package films we're like I don't know what I know but we have to Steamboat Willie well that's not it's not really <laughs> oh, it's not really a, that's not really a Disney animated Mickey Mouse didn't it, it is but yeah. it's not yeah. a Disney anim- yeah he's gonna be in the public domain soon he will Ooh. I love how before we recorded I said a horror film let's about try Mickey and keep Mouse the tangents under control oh. look what's happened here <laughs> so there we are the Christmas spirit I do know our next media madness will be Disney films it's just gonna be when we're all free and not doing shows. That we'll that, have a chance that, to do that. Well, that's going to be, be a long one. Never. Uh, it'll be, we'll have to wait till definitely after January. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's do some reflections. And corrections. Not really that many because, like I said, we're recording all out of sync and we just released um, Shakespeare in Love yesterday as we record this. How do you keep track of the number, we're, what number film we're doing? I have a spreadsheet which has a calendar date. Oh, okay. That's cool. He has organizational skills. Because I'm like, oh. digitally. I mean, you've seen the house. I don't really have it in my actual Uh, life. (laughs) But I I can pay my bills. (laughs) And I'm good with the computer as far as, like, keeping things organized in that capacity. Yeah. Yeah. But outside of that, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty scatterbrained. (laughs) It's just not one of my strengths, yeah? It's not. We've all got skills. That ain't mine. I know. That's my skill. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, not not the digital so much. Not the digital. The guy who never... What's my password again? (laughs) I don't know. I set up your email. You did. We've all set up Liam's email at some point. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm terrible. So the only Sorry. reflection correction I have, uh, Andy Dixon got a hold of us. I believe it was Andy Dixon. And said that uh, the woman who's behind the bar in Ted Lasso is not Imelda Staunton. It was somebody else. And uh, I went, oh, fair enough. Yeah. So I've not seen Ted Lasso. So Imelda Staunton is, of course, what's her name? Uh, I must not tell lies. Umbridge. Yeah. In Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. And she was the nurse in, oh, in Shakespeare in Love. Mm-hmm. But that's not the same woman who owns the, the pub in... Okay. Whatever. So I made that no, mistake. I, I don't know. Uh, he gave I me the name. Her and Judy then. There's Ethan's connection we were talking about. Uh, so I think he's saying he got her and Judy Dench, Judy Dench on his celebrity bucket list, like the whole like hall pass list. I think that's what Ethan was saying. 
<laughs> he's got an agreement with his. Evil. He's got an agreement with his, with his girlfriend that uh, <laughs> if he comes across either of them, he's got the green light. <laughs> that's, what, what he, that's what he was saying. I'm sure of it. <laughs> he's got to do charades to help us. <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> Ethan. Get your ears on. He, he still keeps smiling. Bless him. Uh, so yeah, that was about it. Uh, general shoutouts. I'm skipping gift of the week. We'll do it all when we come back. It's just a quicker entry point to the deep dive this week. Yeah, it's just it's, yeah, it's just logistically not. Not easy, is it? Yeah. So um, I'll tell you what is easy, though. Go on. That's giving us a review, Apple or Spotify. I hear five stars is a nice number. Five is the magic number. Indeed it is. Checking in with the morning report. Can we talk about this for two minutes? Of course you can. I was going to skip this, and then something happened today, and I was like, oh, I probably should talk about it. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his surname. I'm, I'm hopeful Ethan with his dodgy connection can help me out, if need be. Uh, Andre Browner, Brownauer, uh, the, the guy, guy from, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, oh. passed away today. Oh, it was him, was it? Yeah. What? Oh, the no. chief, yeah, yeah. Have you not heard this? Well, his connection, oh, he's no. not heard much of anything, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, he passed away, Captain Holt. Wow. Yeah. So uh, oh, it's, it's, it's really weird. The students who I teach, who are all sort of the upper students, I'm talking like 16, 17, 18. Yeah. This is like, Matthew Perry is, like, this, is the, this is the tragedy, oh, sir. Wow. And I'm like, you know, I say, no, it's not a tragedy, because of course it is. Of course, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, Friends revolutionized like popular culture. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's a fun show. I've only Friends seen was two seasons. Friends was ridiculously big. Wow, yeah. Well, are you familiar with Friends? Have you heard of the show? No, I'm talking about uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. Yeah. Nine-Nine. I, I, I wouldn't have known of Brooklyn Nine-Nine if you hadn't recommended it to me at one point. Did I recommend I've it at only, some point, yeah. I've only watched a few episodes of it. It's a fun enough sitcom. Friends was all around, you couldn't avoid it. Yeah, like... like What's this Friends thing? <laughs> the one where Liam remembers what Friends is. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an American remake of the British show Mates. Oh, oh yeah, mates, your mates. Was, mates was good. Mates, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. A, you know, oh, you know, they used to Chaun- do. Chauncey and Joseph. Remember, you were Chauncey and <laughs> Chauncey Joseph. And Joseph. They yeah. were old university housemates. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, on Saturday, it, like Saturday morning TV, when they used to have, is it Cat and Ant? Was it Ant and Deck? Ant and, and Deck. And, and, and they, they did Chums. Yeah. They did like a spoof <laughs> they version of Friends do you on know Saturday morning that, TV. That Chums mm-hmm. released on DVD. That's quite expensive oh, to buy now. I, oh, yeah. Found, I liked it. Don't ask me why, how I stumbled upon this at the time and I did. I stumbled upon a version, an American remake of Peep Show. Really? Uh, the audio is terrible. It's Ooh. obviously someone's VHS tape that, had, yeah. that was recorded poorly to begin with, and they've transferred it up to YouTube. Yeah. And it stars the lead guy from Big Bang Theory, the guy who plays Leonard. Is he the one from Roseanne? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's doing the um, um, David Mitchell part. Oh, okay. And then, oh, no one here saw that 70s show. Ethan, you didn't see that 70s show, did you? No. I've seen bits and pieces. Okay, you all know this. The guy who played Randy, who was a cheap like guy they brought in in the last season to help try and freshen the show up. Yeah, he was playing like the uh, Robert Webb part. Absolutely dreadful, like horrendous, <laughs> like horrendous. Just don't transfer well over to Cross Sea, does it? No, because you got to get the David Mitchell. He's like the self-loathing, yeah, and he's like introvert, that, and that's that, who he. And he's playing true to type, yeah, 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 yeah. And the oh, it was just oh, it was brutal. <laughs> Is that the show where they're like the awkward housemate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love Peep Show. I've never seen it. They're trying to bring it back. Again. It's like the fourth time they're going to try and do it in the states again. Oh, because you the look direct, at it and I you go, the director. Oh, really? Yeah, that'd be cool to get one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I love Peep Show. Yeah. It's one of the few British sitcoms that I'm like, I love this. Like, I could never pronounce his name, but when I was when he did um, David Copperfield here in Lynn, yep. um, I saw him, and everyone was going over to that um, guy from Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll get him in a second. I can't on. think of his name. Yeah. He was horrible, though. Dev Patel. That's the guy, yeah. He was being really rude to people. But the director, um, forgive me for saying this wrong, because I know it's wrong, Manu Anucci, is that his name? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, I forget his, how, you, how to say it. But I went, oh my God, you're the director guy. And he got so excited. <laughs> and, uh, so pretty much the same thing you do on the pod, where you say, no, he's like, yeah, he's from... Uh, yeah. And I went, oh, and I, yes. I went, <laughs> I went, do you mind if I have a photo? And he went, no. And he, me and him got a photo, a selfie together. That's cool. Yeah, he was really, really nice and really sort of down to earth. So. But yeah. uh, there's that but yeah i was gonna talk about yeah so i saw the thing and the students i said they don't they don't get it with with, with the guy from 99 and yeah so interesting uh should we talk about wham again quickly yeah ethan you still well <laughs> your connection holds i'm up. still i'm still wham free really yeah How the i've not listened to any christmas songs though i'll be honest though um i did hear wham like in the first three or four days, you know, like hundreds of times, and then I haven't really heard it that much since. I guess as most radio stations are, are, are aware of us. I've, I've made the decision, though, <laughs> next year I'm up, in the, I'm up in the stakes. Have you seen this? I had to, I had, no, hang on, I had to laugh, because when you sent that picture on um, yeah. Twitter, <laughs> you had your headphones on in the supermarket, yeah. <laughs> so you can oh, I can it. still hear, yeah, yeah. I'm really playing with fire the more I go in. Cool, you are, yeah. Go on, but, what uh, I was going to say. Yeah, but I, I did walk into a grocery store and see a, t- uh, a sweater that said Wham! last Christmas, so I took a picture of it and sent it to the group chat you did um but i'm still free but next year we're up in it because the our american and canadian friends have an advantage over us they do they do because wham's not nearly played as often next year mariah mcgetton oh, okay. can you get through without all actually, i want for christmas is you wow that's cool i i mean i would have lost because i played it with my choir but yeah. both of those songs i was worried today because we was christmas it was christmas dinner at school yeah and so they were playing oh, they brought speakers out and played music you're having your christmas dinner at school oh i was like oh probably the only person like wolf it down get out of the thing <laughs> i go what's up with you oh it's brutal <laughs> No, I'm pretty quick. Usually, lunch is when I need to get more work done. So, yeah. Have you ever made it to the end of that here in Wham? No, I, the first I ever made it was like the 16th or something like that. Mm. We've lost Ethan, but we, we thought that Ethan. might happen. I remember the one year I made it really, really far. I remember we were at the club once, and uh, uh, I left because they, you know, the 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 TV they used to play like they did. Yeah, um, like a Christmas like, station. Well, it would be it would be any music videos yeah, that, yeah, on yeah, Saturday yeah. night is what they would do. And they switched it to, uh, so it was like, it was all Christmas, it was sort of like the top, top number ones of the summer. <laughs> it was instead like your top Christmas favorites. And I'm like, I know what's going to get played if I sit here too long. Absolutely. I'm leaving. <laughs> and I was walking home and I got to, which isn't that far. Um, Megs and I lived just down the street from each other, actually. And it was about, I don't know. I was like the green, basically. Yeah. And so I was like all of like five minutes gone from the club. Well, it wasn't the Santa Mobile, was it? No, Kev phones me. Oh, and Kev's, Kev's still at the club. And I hit nope. And I messaged him. I said, I'm no idiot. I know why you're phoning me. No. <laughs> nice. And I said, I had like a voice message. I'm like, I am deleting this. <laughs> I am not listening to this. Nearly, I know a trap. <laughs> we nearly added it to our Carol concert, but then I was like, oh, actually, parents might, if they're taking this seriously, they might not appreciate you're it. Old, no, parents, because you, you can sing it. 
You just oh, can't listen to the wham, the wham version. version. Oh, so we so can, I can sit here right now and go, "Last Christmas, yes, I gave you my heart." It doesn't matter. No sense. Oh, okay. That's why it's yeah. called Whamageddon and not Last Christmas Again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but there was a football. Uh, there was. A, have you heard about this? No. There was a guy at the uh, on, on a football pitch. Oh, that was on the BBC. He was a DJ. This so yeah. he's the guy who he just apologized. like plays music as people come <laughs> in and go. Yeah. And somewhere over the course of a day, he played Last Christmas at the football match. Wow. So seven thousand people. Are like all upset because they got knocked out of Wham again by going to the football. Are people taking which that you think seriously? would be, well, you think I'd be a safe bet, wouldn't you? I think it's great because you get to say you're part of this cool historical moment. Yeah, yeah. Seven, look, we made the news. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's funny. But yeah, we're gonna up it next year. Mariah Mageddon. Mariah Mageddon. But I'm still in. Ethan's still in. Uh, it has dried up. I'm trying to think who the most recent one to say they were out was. I haven't heard it as much. Since I got well, radio stations are aware that this game's on, so they yeah. play it once, and and, then, and they warn you. We'll be playing because actually, it's in your best interest to say if someone came on and said we're playing Christmas music all summer, all, all summer, all winter long. <laughs> That'd be weird. All winter long, but we're not playing Wham. No, you need to, don't you? No, because if you did, you'd be like, oh, I'm listening to that channel all. I don't think one. I think if any radio station went a Wham free Christmas, you'd have everybody listening to it. And um, that's not fair, though, right? Because um, Wham got to number two they were held off by number one um because band-aid released their charity single right never heard of them and they they knew this was going to be a, a number one song they knew that what they had last christmas was a great song right yep. they said due to the band-aid taking number one they said any royalties will now go to the charity and we will receive nothing so they have never received any money from that song last Christmas, okay. which is released every year, makes thousands and thousands of money, uh, pounds of money. I think. And so by radio stations not playing it, they're losing money for what's going to a charity. So do you know what I mean? I how find did, it how did it start? Why is it that song? I think someone realized that in this country, especially when last Christmas always is always on the radio. Or at least so it was. All the others. It's a great song. It became the one for whatever okay. reason. Someone thought I'm going to do a game instead. Wham. Wham, I don't know. Whammed. Wham. Sure. Wham. I just like saying wham. Wham, wham, wham. It is much more popular here than it is back home. So anyway, there's that. Yeah. So there we are. Um, let's go ahead and talk about, because as we release this, we will have just finished week number 15 in. It's the BFE Patreon Fantasy Football League. Are you ready for some football? Well, football. you, you and you and Ethan have nothing to worry about. I'm ready for football. Hey, I'm, 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 where, I'm happy with my last special button. I love it. You get to the rundown, and then I hit the button. Okay. Okay. Acknowledge her. We went four and one last week. Only yeah. one of us couldn't pull out the five and zero, oh, and we didn't play each other this week. Too. And who was that? Well, I'll say it wasn't Georgia who put up 142 points and beat Dirk by 32 points. Wow. So Georgia avenged me. Well done, Georgia. Because uh, Dirk, whose friends call him Diggler, <laughs> who I call Dirk. Yep, he was the first one to put the pin in the balloon and knock me out of, uh, help knock me out of first place. Um, and Georgia went ahead and knocked him off, and she finished the season nine and five. It's a pretty good record. That's not bad. I beat the cool cat, Ryan Kukets, by 76 points. Wow. Ended Ooh. my skid at three losing games and finished 10 and four. Yeah, that's not bad. It's okay. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I was at one point, I was nine and one. You was. You yeah. was. With only me there. I went you? from 0 and 1 and won nine straight and oh, then man. lost three straight and then won one. So there we are. And I finished 10 and four. Ethan 
was the one loss losing no, to Kev from the podcast no. that wouldn't die by six points to finish oh. the season at three and 11. Yeah. Yeah. I was lucky, I guess. For three days, it was saying, you're going to, you got an 8% chance to win. You're going to beat, you're going to beat him. You're going to beat him. And then I looked on the Tuesday night and went, we lied to you. That's fantasy football. Yeah, yep. it is. Uh, Liam beat Julien by 72 points. Yeah. In what's Ooh. likely to be your highest scoring game of all year. That's weird, isn't it? Yep. To finish the season four and 10. Yeah, that's not It's bad. weird though. You won the first day. Yeah. You won the last day. <laughs> you were absolutely terrible in between those two days. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think you scored more points than me, or it was really close. You and I scored almost the same points. Like, you had a really good week. I had a good week. Like, yeah. you played Juline. That's almost an automatic win. Uh, it was. An order, but, yeah. but you had the, the thing where you just you put up a ton of points. It was good. Points. No, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was weird because that score, you could have used that. You could use that kind of output on one of the other weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's due to my canny um, picking, dropping and picking up people through the season. I just get the hang of it as it finishes. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, Megan, however, <laughs> oh, you beat everybody. Beat Nate by over 50 and finished 11 mm. and 3, has the number one seed in the playoffs, which even gives her a first round bye. And so yeah. that we have to say. Acknowledge Megan. I acknowledge team the team kicker. Like seven, I started off with seven kickers. You started off with seven, six, 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 anyway, six kickers. Was. Was Do six you six have kickers? Mahomes? Which is uh, weird because it was. No, Mahomes that, has played very poorly this year. Has he? Who's, yeah. who's the guy? Have I got him? Who's the I guy? I don't even know who I have. Yeah, they've got this starting quarterback that you have. That might be me. Well, everybody's got, everybody's got a starting quarterback, man. We're supposed to have two. I do have two. Yeah. I've got one doing something else, the one that had a cue. Yeah. You, you kept saying the guy's name. I can't remember his name. I thought it was Mahomes, but it, it, it could be. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I thought you. I thought you had a, a really good quarterback. But so I, I imagine she does because you have I, to. Do I what, get a week off now. Is that you right? get a week off? It's kind of like you're a week free and you see who's left. Uh, so you still stay at the top. You're still you're, standing you're, for you a week. Knocked out for a week. Yeah, okay. you can't get what knocked down. What happens after that? So then you'll you'll play one of the remaining four teams of whom okay. you're one of. Okay. So, uh, so three teams in the BFE make the playoffs. Six total teams in the playoffs. Three of them in the BFE. So, Megan, myself, and Georgia all make the playoffs. I think I'd pick. See, I'm not very good at picking. Wise. I mean, okay, that's automatic selection. It was automatic this year. But um, yeah, I'm, I need to learn a bit more about how to pick in oh, in time. Meg says Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you do. He's not doing that well for sure. Like he's okay, but he's not what we thought he was going to be. Oh, okay. I thought because I remember you mentioned and Jared him Goff. Like her quarterbacks are okay. Because Henry Winkler is a big fan of his. It's well, yeah, a lot of people are. It's uh, actually, it's really. Meg just got a really solid There's team. Two Ethan's on the screen. He's doubled. There is oh two Ethan's on the screen. It's oh a time shift. Uh oh, he's cloned himself. <laughs> By generation. How did you do that, Ethan? I think he's got two. I'm going to see if I can boot. Yeah, send up, take a picture, and then I'm going to boot the other one. That's really funny. Go yeah. take a picture of evidence. He isn't. Oh, oh there he is. Oh, the other one's gone. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So, uh, there we are. So, here's the real kicker. Not oh. team kicker, but the oh. real kicker. Yeah. Do you remember when Ethan beat Georgia by less than a point? Yes. Yeah. And Georgia actually had a great rant last week, which I may or may not have harvested for the end of year, uh, <laughs> where she got many F-bombs. Yes, because she thought she was going to lose. She thought she was going to lose to. Uh, to no, but Dirk. she she's in the top now, so. and she's she beat yeah. him and qualified. And she's in fourth. I ran the numbers. If Georgia had won instead of losing to Ethan, mm. it would have made 
absolutely no difference. She still would have finished fourth. So as it turned out, much ado about nothing. And that's why we love fantasy football, because it gives you all that emotion. And sometimes it didn't matter anyway. It's a comedy of errors. It is a comedy of errors. Liam's team. That's what his should be. He's a big Shakespeare fan that he is. Next year, <laughs> Liam's team, comedy of errors. Uh, I'll just take the acknowledgement that I was top at one point. Hey, didn't, there you go. didn't Yahoo predict you'd be number one after the draft? It did. It did. was right. Look at that. I can guarantee my luck will run out. In it said you'd be first. It next. said I'd be second. I got third. Uh, so it was pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Uh, matchups. Megan has the week off. Uh, Georgia, uh, sorry, so Megs and Dwayne have buys. Georgia will play Stu from the, uh, from, sorry, from the Stu World Order podcast, SWO. And I have the comeback story of the season. Liam says he's got this uncanny ability to pick up players. James DeGuzman started 0-6 and, and then won his next eight straight. Wow. So go 8-6, take the last playoff spot. So what's my reward for making the playoffs oh just play the hottest team in the league <laughs> who hasn't lost in eight weeks that's brilliant and i've been looking at it's a 50 50 i mean his team's really strong he's made some really good pickups over the year so there we go so uh, liam and ethan don't even qualify for the constellation brackets you're done yeah cool your heels by cool your jets cool your heels by the fire ethan has lowered his head in submit oh we oh, got oh we oh, had we had oh, the double ethan again oh, for a second it's gone it's like it's like having oh. it's like finding an egg with two yolks oh that's always awesome it is yeah oh and that's just processed i was gonna write a movie about that why <laughs> i just thought it'd be real interesting to have a movie about about eggs with two yolks the yolks on you yeah i mean i wouldn't mind a cabri's cream egg with two i was gonna call it yolker <laughs> yoka yoka uh, uh, so funny. i thought it would be excellent uh, i'm ecstatic very exciting it's a cracker it's a cracker is what it is uh let's talk about you've got mail why are we doing this end of the th- that we said this year in the all three yep we did so i will be asked at the end where do you put this in the trilogy where do you put this in the trilogy <laughs> i haven't shadow. seen the middle one. Oh, do you not you didn't see sleepers is he called joe in all of them no no, he just called. Oh, Joe that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't pick that up. Yeah, the two that I've up. seen. No, I didn't pick it up. The middle it, one, he's F-O-X. called. I remember what he's called. But it's not are you sleepless sure it's, in Seattle. It's not Joe, though. No, I, it wasn't a plan when they started doing this. But there's three. two Joes. I know. They should have had the third, the, the other one, a Joe. Then he's like always a Joe. He's not a Joe. Oh. Let's find out, shall we? Yeah, you do that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw it up Felix, though, who made a pitch, and it's this. Book superstore magnet Joe Fox and independent bookshop owner Kathleen Kelly fall in love in the anonymity of the Internet, both blissfully unaware that he's trying to put her out of business. Oh. Yeah. He, he, a bit wordy this week. Yeah, yeah, that's unusual for him. Yeah, especially because I told him short runtime yeah actually he told me short run time so here we are um hey we're less than half hour in we're doing the deep dive look at this progress co-written and directed by nora efron who's also she wrote when harry met sally wrote and directed sleeps in seattle wrote and directed michael i like michael have you seen that yeah i've seen michael oh it's good phenomenon yeah oh i love phenomenon as well Oh, I know. I'm trying to no, say no, it's two different movies. It's, just, it's still Michael's when he's an really angel. Really weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that kind of angel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and writer and director of a film we talked about just a couple of weeks ago, Julie and Julia. Ah, uh, that's that one of my favorite. Uh, favorites. Yeah. yeah. So co-written by Delia Efron, who also helped write Mixed Nuts, Michael, and the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Hey. Oh, it's, 
I'm not I was it. like, what else can happen to these poor girls? <laughs> Cinematography by John Lindy, who did Feel the Dreams. Oh, You're not going to believe this. Good. Michael. Wow. <laughs> Pleasantville and Bewitched. And music by George Fenton, who previously did Gandhi, Dangerous Liaisons, Groundhog Day, The Crucible, wow. and The History Boys. Has anybody ever seen Dangerous Liaison? Oh, yeah. Fucking John Malkovich. I hate that bloke. I believe that's what Michelle Pfeiffer was doing. <sighs> He's my hero for that. Still, still, still annoys me to I this day. I can't believe you're so strange. <laughs> that's such a strange reason to dislike someone. Fucking hate him. Did you ever see uh, that Max, have you, Wait, have you heard this? No. Why he hates John Malkovich? Why do you hate Go John ahead, share a story. Because I found out that on this... Being John Malkovich is a great film. Haven't seen it. Stupid. Um, oh, I liked it. Jared <laughs> anyway, Jared Dangerous Liaison. Him and um, Michelle Pfeiffer got it yes. on. Yes. What, in, in real, real life, life, yeah. In real life. And, and that's why he dislikes John Malkovich. Because it's out of it. Well, Liam's come a long way. Because we first started doing something. If you mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer, Liam would make a guttural noise and go, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> He's shown okay. progress. He's growing as a human being. Oh, I am, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we used to call for the besties and resties. Oh, by the way, I've got some ballots for you guys to fill out. Oh, cool. Ooh. Paper copies. Oh, even better. Because yeah. that's bad oh, for me. I know. I, I know who I'm talking <laughs> to here. I thought yesterday, hey, I don't need to go to sleep. I'm going to take 20 minutes to do this. So I was like, <laughs> but it's the last time we're going to be together before now and when we do, well, theoretically, when we start doing this sort of thing. So yeah, you, I, I, I have see, a few weeks to look at it. I want to see you before you leave. Oh, of course. I just mean like in this format. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's going on here? Uh, all right. Why you hate John Malkovich. <laughs> So the fact that she was like, he's like out of her league, like he's like beneath her. So out of her league. So Liam hates well, him because Michelle Pfeiffer deserved better. Much better. She deserved me. What a strange. <laughs> but, but you don't hate everybody who slept with Madonna. You don't hate Sean Penn. No, why Madonna? Oh, I'm sorry. Michelle, Michelle. <laughs> That's strange. I don't know where I went with that. Who else has been Michelle Pfeiffer? Um, Keaton. Has he? Yeah, because that's he? why she wasn't going to be... She was originally supposed oh, to be in the first Batman, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, I like Malkovich. But you don't hate Keaton. You, don't, you no. really like Keaton. I do, I do. So it seems strange that Malkovich draws your ire in this way. <laughs> he just gets to me. Yeah. Well, it's a film, a movie about John Malkovich living in your head, which he clearly does. Jesus. We'll call it hating John Malkovich. <laughs> if John Malkovich is listening to this podcast... Oh, I'm going to get him as a guest one day, so you can tell him off. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Hey, John, we all really like you, but Liam really doesn't like you. <laughs> I bet you'd find that funny. Is that me with Jack Black? I'll challenge you. We'll get Jack Black on Ooh. and John Malkovich at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> um, this is the first time we saw this movie, though. First time you saw You've Got Mail. Max? Uh, this week. Oh, really? I've seen it before. I literally have never it? seen it before, and I assumed it was about letters, just from the title. I yeah. didn't realise it was about the internet, so that was interesting. Liam? Uh, back in the day, um, I didn't see the cinema. I saw it on VHS or DVD, whatever was the format at that time. Um, but I really, really, really love this. I really enjoyed um, <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, I know. Give I away know. the verdict. <laughs> but I did, it's not nothing I've hit before. I mean, yeah. Sleepless in Seattle, I, I liked. And then when they come and did You've Got Mail, I thought, oh, my God, it's not going to be able to beat this. But, you know, it's, it's just one of the movies. You've Got Mail is one of these movies I watch regularly once a year. Well, that was my next question. How often do you watch it? Yeah, sure, how was the last time you saw it, maybe? About yeah. six months ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ethan. Uh, probably like ten or twelve years ago, but I for the like I properly watched it again like maybe two years ago because it has a link to one of my favorite films, which I won't spoil because I'm sure that's in your notes. 
Oh, probably is. Yeah, if I can think about it. I can imagine what you're throwing down there. Uh, for me, it was... Uh, this is one of those movies that you walk into halfway through. You walk into the room, someone else is watching it, right? Okay. okay. Have you never like walked into a room and someone else in your family is watching a movie? And you're like, what's this? Well, yeah, but yeah. that's not that. <laughs> I, purposely, I purposely put on You've the Got Mail. I don't film. walk into a room and watch You've Got Mail. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. Have you ever had a movie you discovered yes, 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 by walking yeah, yeah, in and going, yeah. no. what's this you're watching? Yeah, I have, no. yes. yes. Really? No. Oh, it's how I discovered, I, like, I have, things. I have, It's yes. how I discovered, well, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, we, we're just messing yeah. with you, dude. <laughs> uh, so it's how I discovered Moulin Rouge, for example. Oh, I was like, oh, this is going to be stupid. And then I walked in like 20 minutes in and I was like, I think, I, think yeah. I kind of like I'm just gonna yeah, have like yeah, yeah. it's before he had phones too, so you couldn't just sit there and plan your phone and be film. like no. and be like, Oh, is that oh it's it's oh it's not bad. So I and I went, Oh, it's actually quite 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 something I thought mm. at the time. Yeah. I guess how I was like seventeen, eighteen, romantic comedy going, eh. Yeah. I love romantic comedies. Um so I don't know, and the last time I saw it long time ago. Oh really? No, so it's always just held a high point to me about going, Oh yeah. I think I've probably only seen it like once the full way through. See I love rom coms. You know, the crow is my favourite. Yeah, you, know. yeah, you mentioned that. <laughs> One of the original um Liam takes on a film. It's got romance, it's got comedy, it's a romantic comedy. <laughs> uh, like You're there, calling the like, crow a romantic like, comedy. There yep. might be a yep. joke. That's <laughs> like a tiny subgenre though. Oh, uh, if you want to get deep into it, we can we can discuss that. We, we, got, we, okay. we, got, we got a whole episode on it. Okay, I'll, I'll listen to that. Um, so there we go. Context Corner, a really quick one this week. It's based on a play at first called Parfumery oh, really? by Miklos Lazio. Um, then was made into a series of films, the most popular adaptation being The Shop Around the Corner, which I'm guessing Ethan's talking about. Are you talking about that? Yes, I rank this in my favorite films along with Star Wars. I love that. Shop film. Around the Corner and Star Wars. I've little not seen little Shop, shop Corner. of Corners. <laughs> That's what her bookshop's called, though, isn't it? Yes. So um, th- it was then a uh, uh, film directed by Ernest Lubitsch and starring, this is Shop Around the Corner, starring Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. I'm really surprised we haven't done anything by Jimmy, with Jimmy yeah, Stewart in the end. It's a wonderful life. We could have done. Rear window. <laughs> Rear window. Yes. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. It's on the docket, wasn't it? In hindsight. Well, I don't know. We'll see what next week brings us. But maybe in foresight, I'm thinking maybe I would have preferred to have minded one, but give people what they want. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but I would have hated to break Hermes hearts. I know he really wanted to wanted us to review Christmas Vacation. Oh, did he? He really did. I really hope Gremlins will win. I think Gremlins might win, you know. I think oh. we've already announced what was oh, winning. Yeah, we've already oh, announced, oh, we we've announced it. We, we, we know we're doing Christmas Vacation oh, now. Okay. Uh, we, we the, the timelines, I don't know how Doctor Who does leaving. I don't know how Doctor Who does it because just trying to keep you guys on track for how the order of episodes is going has been a minefield. Oh, I have no idea. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the original film, for what it's worth, involved two employees at a leather goods shop in Budapest. <laughs> I've been to Budapest. You Great city. Budapest, didn't you? Great city, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. The food was fantastic. Yeah. And the baths, which it's famous for. Yeah, yeah. Are great. Yeah, yeah. I've got lots of pictures I haven't really... I need to get on... My big plan for this summer is to figure out Photoshop. That's my plan for this coming summer. And the Edema Fringe. We need to talk. I was listening to us talk about, about on, the, on the pod. I was yeah, listening to Shakespeare in Love. Totally and I'm work. like, I need to talk to you about what that means. Because yeah. I haven't I've never been. So I need to no, talk to you about totally what, what, we'll, we'll what, what the thoughts are. Um, is the BFE going to be all part of this? Yes. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to get you. Can you take your logo fringe. with you? 
BFE, best fringe experience. <laughs> yes, there you go. Winner, winner. There we are. There the we BFE are. does the BFE. We can just go around Edinburgh just put stickers everywhere. Our original title, the original title for this movie was called You Have Mail. But it was changed after someone from Warner Brothers found out, you know, AOL never trademarked their You've Got Mail greeting. So, like, we can have that for free. Yes, you can. Well, then that'll explain the um, scene where they log on early on and it says you have mail. Does it? It does. Okay. There's definitely a, you've, a lot of them are you've got mail. That, yes, okay. I know. But at the beginning, it starts off it? as you have mail. But they, they don't um, say that. It says you've got mail okay. on, the, on the captions. Oh, I you see what mail. you mean. Okay. So the audio we hear is you've got mail. Yes. But the visual is yes. you have mail. Oh, yes. Ah, cool. So I reckon they filmed that earlier and then yeah. realized. Yeah, because they didn't know. I yeah, had yeah, yeah. MSN Messenger. Back in the day. Um, I had ICQ. Can you beat ICQ? Mm, I don't know what that is. ICQ was kind of like an MSN messenger, but it gave you like a 14-digit number, and you just find a way to tell someone, here's my 14-digit number, look me up. And oh. then it was very much the same as any sort of instant messaging service, but you could customize the sound that came to you. When you got a message. Think, could you not have MSN? I probably remember. could, but at first it was like having like customized ringtones. Everybody used to have customized but ringtones. Used to, used to like log and then, on. Now it's not even cool to have the phone ring at all. It's just yeah. Can you believe You'd this? Just right? be chatting, like chatting more than I message people now on my phone. It was funny those days. And that was the event. And you're gonna go home and you're gonna sit at your yeah, computer and, and, and just, just sit on MSN talk. all night. Yeah, yeah. literally. Can you, can you believe this? Right, but I can you remember in the day when they had chat rooms? Yep. Right. Yes, I, I, I used I, to go on those. That see, was I, I never, I've never done that, so I don't understand. Well, my it. friends I, used to right. go on as like a I used, team. It was so really is funny. That, I used to go troll same, people. They, they mentioned <laughs> yeah. this in the movie, yeah. the chat room. So saying, is yeah. it? And I remember it being a thing, but I was, ne- I, I didn't know how to do all that. So what happens? There's just a thing online that you just go, "Oh, well, I'll go into this one." Basically, or that it's one, like or? A, yeah, you can go in anything. So it's like, it's like a group chat, but the group chat is hosted on a third party website, and it's open to anybody. Yeah, so it'll be open, so you can go into. We could do one called Movie Lovers. Okay, great. We all log in and start talking. We could plan. Hey, I'll meet you in the, in the chat room. But it was you and whoever was going to be there. Oh, okay. So. And was, is yeah. there something like this still about? <laughs> oh, it still exists, yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. I mean, I haven't gone on any chat I haven't gone to the chat room. Ages, but. Probably before I turned 20. I wouldn't even mm. know how to, what, what even to look for. I, I, how? I don't get it. Do you just, what, go... I Can you know. find a random chat room, Ian, we, and add we, us on, and we'll have a chat with someone randomly? Oh, Jesus, not do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to do a double yeah. back-to-back. My, my battery is running out. Uh, free chat rooms for everybody. Chat room. Talk to strangers. Free chat room to chat online with strangers. A lot of these feel like they're just going to be ways to, like, have people do... It's all the online dating now, isn't Online it? dating and just, like, random sex stuff. stuff. Not Twitter. That's what um, it sounds like. It was Twitter. like chat roulette. Chat roulette's this great idea. <laughs> so right. chat roulette it is very i read a newspaper article i was like oh this seems really interesting chat roulette was this idea that you will both log on to a two-way almost like a facetime or a just because it's just two of you yeah, yeah yeah right and then it would randomly pair you with someone around the world and you could either hit random next person kind of like a shuffle on your phone yeah right for music and you go, oh, I'm talking to so-and-so and like oh you know in the course of half an hour i was speaking to this person this person this person what a wonderful thing yeah, until the first person realized, oh, I can use this for sexual purposes. <laughs> so you log on, yes. and it just turns into someone. I'll let you guess what gender they are, um, or, or what sex they are. I when should I say. Logged on to them with my friends. Yeah, and it was just, just rant. Just oh, here's about a bunch of people, and they're all just touching themselves <laughs> naked oh. in front of the camera. That was it. Why would you want to do that? 
in front of the camera i mean i guess you're hoping to find someone who's going to reciprocate <laughs> i'll tell you something right i was talking so to random. i was talking to a friend about this the other day i'm so glad we did not grow up in the era of phone cameras. oh i'm glad i didn't, I didn't. because i'll tell you something some stuff we did i would not want to see caught on camera <laughs> well we i'm very thankful because unlike this generation which doesn't because it's only better but we did some stupid stuff but thank god we didn't have the means to document it for yeah all time. exactly yeah <sighs> that'd come back to haunt you absolutely and they don't get it no they do not get it but let's go to much more innocent time shall we yeah here we are uh warner brothers pictures and we have some really bad internet animation uh probably where ethan's got his connection from he's dropped out again yes uh, it starts you'd think it was some sort of cyber attack it's like a, a a computer representation of the planet and then it zooms in it's like, yeah, it's like the well, modem sound rude, but i thought, it was, I thought it was like enemy of the state again i was gonna say again yeah <laughs> um, that's haunted. and then the song it's the puppy song by harry nilsson and i'm like okay it no longer feels like uh, enemy of the state <laughs> but i like the song i never heard the song about uh, having a puppy no, I like this song, and I like the end song, too. There's a lot of good songs in this, this actually. It's a great album. Yeah. Um, there's some bad computer animation of New York City. Real bad. And it starts by, we go outside, and all of a sudden, we go through someone's window, and it's all one shot. It's clever. And so you come through the window, and you go around the apartment, and I'm like, I love any camera work where you go in or out of a window, and you don't break. It's clever. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That's a hard shot to plan. That is a very hard shot. And we get Warner. Oh, sorry, already. And then we meet Kathleen Kelly, played by Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Power to the Megs. Her proud of the Megs. Yeah. It's her fourth appearance on the pod. What you got? Joe vs. the Volcano. Yep. Sleeps in Seattle. Yep. Top Gun. That's right. Very good. Boom. Here's the question. Speaking of booms, did you ever find out what his name was in Sleepless in Seattle? Sam. Sam, that's right. I mean, it's still The kid's name's Jonah. 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 <laughs> is he Joe? Nah. <laughs> Jonah. Nah. <laughs> it's like, so what should we name the kid? We call him Joe. Nah. nah. Actually, I like the way that sounds <laughs> together. Um, so there we are. Uh, only two women have five. So Meg Ryan's right on the cusp of being our most viewed women woman on the pod. I like her, yeah. Keep in mind, the men are much higher. Yeah, so it yeah, says yeah. something about just the, the, the range or what we consider great films and how few of them have considerable parts for females. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, can you name one of the two women who have five appearances in the pod? Because oh. the one we made a big deal of because we're like, how is she the number one woman on the pod? Cameron Diaz. No. Oh. Just no, I think our first Cameron Diaz was uh, something about Mary. Oh, was that the only one? I th- <sighs> the only you one? You made it sound like you'd done a few with her and you didn't like no, her. No, it's just been a constant, I hate Cameron uh, Diaz conversation. Nicole Kidman. No. No. Um, 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 what's her face that was in Sliding Doors and uh, Gwyneth no. Paltrow? No. Those are the only two films she's done Oh, on the pod. Oh, go on. You're going to... No. I can't untame, we're going to paint the town. Mm-hmm. 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 Catherine Zeta Jones. Not Renee Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. Okay. She's done five. And the other one, Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah. Because we're like two time Resty Award winner for Worst Actress slash Supporting Actress, I think it was. Yeah. One each year. Yeah. Liv Tyler. Wow. Is the uh, five appearances. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, And we also meet Frank Frank Navasky, played by Greg Kinnear. Yeah. What have I seen here? Second appearance. Oh. Is he the, the boyfriend? He's yes. the boyfriend. See, at the beginning, it's kind of clever how they do this, but I was actually going, are they actually together? 
or they, because they kind of seem like they're almost housemates. They're very comfortable. It's the relationship yes. where you become more comfortable than you are. Yeah, it did. It came across in, like lo- that, in like, love. Are that they feeling. housemates or are yeah. they together? And then there's a bit where you can I see they're in the same bed. There's right. almost a bit of. Uh, I know, later yeah, on yeah. There's almost a bit of like brotherly sisterly energy. Yeah, there, yeah. That's, that's what I was getting yeah. from the beginning. Why I had to focus he on it. And I was like, hmm. That's doing my nut. Grandpa, am I pretty? Oh yeah, of course. There are two types of people in this world: winners. And losers. I hate to break this to you, Frank. You're a loser in this film. Uh, yeah, he is Loma Sunshine. Yeah. He's great in Loma Sunshine. I've only ever seen that once. <laughs> Was that last? Whenever you read Little Miss Sunshine, we all gave the best supporting actor to a different guy from Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. I think I went Kinnear. Someone went uh, Alan Arkin, Grandpa. Yeah. Someone went Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, Frank's talking about, he opens it by talking about how the state of Virginia had to have solitaire removed from their computer because nobody had done any work in six weeks. Actually, based on fact, in December of 94, Governor George Allen of Virginia did order that all video games, specifically Minesweeper, Hearts, and Solitaire, Solitaire. they were always on every computer. Yeah, they were. They were the default games. Be removed from all state computers because of a concern that state employees were playing these games and therefore wasting taxpayer dollars. (laughs) (laughs) He says, the end of Western technology as we know it. And he says, name one thing we gain from technology. I'd like to remind people that our Patreon uh, supports this podcast that's something we gained from technology we did go support the bfe um lots of things we gained from technology and we've lost lots of things because of technology yeah that's true so. communication yeah well, ironically enough yeah. ironically yeah, yeah, yeah. actually do what we're doing here talk yeah. to people talk to people yeah she looks adorable in pajamas oh, i've got pajamas. mega pajamas yeah pajamas pjs yes. pajamas. question question yes are you pj people that was, P, uh, that was PJ for the record. <laughs> I'm, I'm into my Udi thing now. I got one of those proper Udi things. Yeah? Like from the, the proper Udi shop, and it's so warm and heavy and comfortable, I, and I'm wearing that all the time now. I bet you're a nude sleeper, Liam. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you just seem like the kind of person to be a nude sleeper. Yeah. No, I, I get too hot. I'm not, I'm not a pajama person. I never have been. No, I'm not. My, 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 my mom, I don't know what age you kind of age out of it. My, my mom tried to keep, I guess, keep us as pajama people but i was like no nah, i'm not, I'm not i like being that. warm yeah i'm actually quite okay with being cool yeah, yeah i don't really need the yeah uh, i think we naturally as men generate more heat men tend to be warmer is that right somehow because felicity her feet are like ice cold yeah mine usually are all the time yeah, yeah. and and mine are like heat i need Just, a hot water bottle yeah, yeah. You the know. weird thing is, I remember I'm sleeping, well, you know, back to back or whatever. I'm not really a cuddly sleeper, so back no, to back. I'm not a cuddly sleeper. And I'm like, man, this person's generating so much heat off their body. I'm like, they're just being stuck in an oven. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we naturally that. generate more heat anyway. That's why. We, we, yeah, I guess I don't know. So yeah. yeah, not really a fan of that. Um, so uh, they're going to do sushi tonight. I've got a follow-up question. Are we sushi people or no? You know I'm not. You're no. not, because we troll. I'm just giving, I, I'm opening it to the audience. I tried, no. though, didn't I? You did. I said to Liam, I said, if you try this all-you-can-eat sushi, because we were in, uh, we, were, we were on the BFE trip, weren't we? We were, yeah. That <laughs> went horribly wrong, and we ended up having a crash in... Uh, oh, my God, yeah. Somebody's telling Cambridge. Because the, 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 it was with the heat wave and all the, all the train lines That's right, got shut yeah. down. And so uh, we didn't know that. We went for sushi. And so I said, if you go for sushi, I'll pay for you, because I really wanted sushi. And uh, Liam tried it. went, no, not for me. I'm like, that's all right. So I could tell from your first, it was like watching you eat chicken wing number 11. <laughs> <laughs> number your face, 11. Your yeah. face dropped when you eat sushi. I'm like, oh, he doesn't like it. But they did have them satay things. Yeah, they, they had other things you, have you could have. They yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, so. I like, I like cooked fish, but I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan sushi. of raw Have you ever gone to a proper place? 
Mm, not a proper problem. There you go. No, okay. Uh, one of the things I'm most looking forward to about going home is I got a sushi place. Oh, okay. And I'm totally going to it. You do love your sushi. I just got to hope you? I don't get a breakout of the gout. Because you've, no, yeah, because, but you've also. I've discovered if I, because I had a mild flare up last weekend, and I discovered if I just down like a, so much water, it's actually, it was, it was gone in 24 hours. Okay. Gone in 24 hours. So I was like, all right, I, I know what to do next time. Because you've done on your days off, haven't you? You've actually made a day no, out of my going own. to do, have a sushi, haven't you? you oh, I've done that, yeah. Either making my own or 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 going in somewhere nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we like sushi. Uh, so I'm really excited because it's not like an sushi place. So I'm like, oh, oh nice. Fantastic. Um, Going to go some of your old haunts. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Cool. Like, I'm, it's only so long, but I'm, I'm really more interested. I mean, that, that's a part of it, but really it's about, I'm actually going to get to do with people I do my teacher fantasy football league with. Oh, nice. For the first time in like, I don't know how many years, because we all went to Think university together. Yeah, it, was like, yeah. it was like 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're all getting, to, in, in, I guess in my honor in a sense, because I'm going home. They're like, hey, let's all get together and watch a game. Oh, that's nice. So we're going to do that. Uh, speaking of it, Saturday games start this week, so make sure your lineup's ready for Saturday. Uh, not Sunday. Okay. Just make sure you just put, put a lineup so on. So am I yeah. not playing anymore then? Nope. Am I done? You finished so bad, they went, nope. Uh, done. I oh, can't okay. really get any good new players now, though. I've oh. just, I've just so, had a notification. Waivers are still open. I've just had a I know, notification. But there's no one worth grabbing. No, you're right. So yeah, do what I've got. Yeah. Well, I've just had a notification better, better. that one of mine has gone through. <laughs> oh, you can still make. Oh, geez, you can still do waiver claims. <laughs> one of my trades has just gone through. Yeah. Drop your good players, Liam, and I'll snatch them up. Yeah, no, as, 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 as the commissioner, I'll have to close that down. <laughs> um, speaking of which, though, uh, actually, not even close. He leaves, much like Liam's players are te- threatening to. And Meg Ryan <laughs> scopes him out, and the score is wonderful because he's leaving. She's like looking around the corner. Now, make no mistake. They're supposed to be making this out to be some sort of playful thing. But yeah, actually, this I want to talk about door. this. Yeah, yeah. this reminds me of sliding doors. You know when? Yeah, he, it's a bit more sinister. And it's funny he, when, the, when when the guy does it, it's a bit more sinister. Yeah, yeah. 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 And but the score's wonderful. It really is, and it's playful. And she's way over. It. Is he gone? Is he gone? And she gets on the computer by the name of Shop Girl, and we hear that famous modem sound. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to. America Online. You've got mail. You have mail. Um, and she's being messaged by NY152. And just as a side note, Meg Ryan got her very first computer during the filming of this movie. Aww, Hang on, I just... What, what, was the, what was his number? NY152. Why? Why I have a great memory. Them? What have you written? NY152. Here we are. Oh, well, there you go. It's just limited to that, though. If I ask a movie, they're like, oh, ah. Yeah, I know. He's, Wait, he's my, in that thing with that guy. My, my brain works on mysterious frequencies. Um, meet Joe Fox, then, played by... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And we find out they don't really know each other. And they used voiceover to sort of do their messages to each other. I love how in this movie um, they film both of them doing their daily walks together yep. without knowing that. Oh, together. the other person's like in the back of the shot. I aren't think they? Like they are intermingling, but they look don't at us jumping. Properly. Look at us jumping. No, 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 no. I know, but it's a throughout the thing. It's, it's nice. Uh, Tom Hanks once again tied for the lead in BFE appearances with eleven. Okay, what you got? Is he tying with Joe. Samuel L. Jackson? He is tying with Samuel L. Jackson, but what have you ever ten movies? The other 10 movies. Joe uh, versus the Volcano. Joe versus the Volcano, Sleepers absolutely. Sleepers in Seattle. Sleepers in Seattle, yep. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, yep. Big. Big is, yep. Uh, the Things You Do. That thing, we're actually going backwards. We've done really well. Um, uh, what's the other one he did? Well, about six of them. Have you done the one, uh, what's the one where he's on the island? What's that called? Haven't done that one. Oh, okay. 
Yep. Uh, the All-American Female Baseball Team. Uh, can you, yeah, well, that was not the actual title of the movie. <laughs> uh, uh, There's a comedy show, a panel show with the same title over here. Who do you think you are? No. <laughs> um, pointless. Um, <laughs> a League. A League of Their Own. There we are. Uh, oh yeah, there's one of them. Hang on, how many have we got left? Uh, we got one, two, three, four left. Houston, we have a problem. Oh, yeah, Apollo 13. That was the first one. And it was our first real break on the pod. We had a huge outburst on Apollo that 13. Was, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. You got a friend in Oh, me. Toy Story, oh, yeah. I forget he's in that. Why are we always meeting at Christmas? You want to hear a knock-knock joke? Oh! Knock-knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> you love nice. that joke. It's great. What's that from? What is it from? I can't remember that. Catch me. Catch me. Catch me. Catch Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. And then finally, I can't believe we got this far without saying it. Um, Mom always told me life was about oh, chocolate. Oh, for some oh. course. Yeah. There we go. So I've got, um, you know, the thing you do. In, uh, yeah, you got some of the harder ones, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> All-American Women Baseball Team movie. <laughs> used to be my I told you my brain works on different frequencies. We did. Literally like 60 seconds ago. Look how great my memory is. <laughs> uh, we meet his girlfriend, par- uh, Patricia Eden, played by... She's- I thought you might have a big deal about this because I think you've, es- you've espoused that you really like this actress. I didn't, I didn't in this, but... Um, You're not supposed to. No. Parker Posey. Parker Posey. She was a thing in the late nineties, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. I thought I got my notes here. She was right on the verge of breaking out in the in the late nineties and never really happened. Never really, I thought she no. was going to. Yeah. That's your second appearance in the pod. Oh god. Uh Blade Runner. No. Um No, she's not that old, is she? I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Days confused. Yep. I haven't seen it for a long time. She's long one while. of the thirty year olds pretending to be seventeen oh, in that okay. movie. God, I, love those I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't do the podcast with you, did I? Oh, yeah. I, okay. No. Um, I do like Days and Confused. I can't remember. Years. I can't remember who was with me. Years since I've seen it. Uh, oh, sm- small note. Um, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Our four hundredth piece of a piece. Our four hundredth piece of content. <laughs> I decided to. I was masking my uh, my 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 list below these many episodes. <laughs> You're doing very well. Thank you. Uh, for our four hundredth piece. Four hundredth piece is a hard combination. Piece, yes. Yeah. Four hundredth piece of content we've released on the BFA. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, she's hyperactive. I've got my notes in the best possible way. She seems great till about. Yeah, that's ten like a, minutes left in the movie. That's like a completely different like, I was like character. What? But you have to, don't you? Because that's the way it's moving. It has to. But they leave. But there's no scenes to no, lead that no, way. None. She's hyper. She's like, come on, coffee, and she's dancing. I'm like, yeah, oh, I like her. You're a really fun yeah. woman. So uh, she leaves, and then he goes on his computer. And uh, both Kathleen and Joe use laptops extensively throughout the movie. Joe's using an IBM ThinkPad 770 series, which at the time had a value of $6,999. So that's got to be like $12,000 today. I I had spent $12,000 on a laptop. Yeah, but he's a top. Okay, Kathleen, Miss, I got a, I got a struggling, I got a struggling uh, bookshop. $310,000. An Apple Book G3250. List price, yeah, $5,700. What? That's nuts. And this represents the two characters because he's doing the IBM, which at the time was like the big, mm, I'm IBM. Did you did you hear what um, she was getting, though? When he says, oh, you must be making so much a year. He said 310000 That was the, that's what the shop's business is, not what her income is. Yeah, yeah, the shop yeah. itself. 
now that's hundred and ten thousand. That's just in turnover. That's not including everything she she pays her all her staff. Oh, okay. It's not including yeah, the books the they gotta buy. In, yeah. oh, okay. That's just how much you're doing the in bills, sales. I was thinking rent. back then, late nineties. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, for a little book around the corner, little book, little shop around the corner. So at the time, the Apple was like the plucky underdog. Yeah. And the IBM's like, like the big corporate menace. Oh, so yeah. actually, it's, it's representing symb- symbolism. Yeah. We find out they met in a chat room and, uh, he's 152 based on 152 Riverside Drive. So he basically breaks the first rule of internet security. Yeah. Then- I'm going to use my address as part of my name. This is mm. mentioned later though, isn't it? Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah when they yeah. try and guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't be that stupid, would he? <laughs> and then as he leaves, you've got the cranberries. You know, I love cranberries. Every time it seems I love. most impossible way. I love the cranberries. Oh, I love the cranberries. Max? Um, yeah. She could. I, hey, hey, when uh, we do the BFE Dublin trip. Yeah. Cranberries. Cranberries. Not, unfortunately, she's passed away. Zombie. Zombie. What about, what, what about Linger? How does that one go? Uh, do you have to let, let it linger? linger? Do you have to? Do you, do you have, have to? Do you have to let it linger? I'm such a fool for, for you. Thank you for serenading me. You've got me wrapped around, around your finger. finger. <laughs> With a strong grip. <laughs> you have to <laughs> let it linger. Because you got to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> callback jokes my, my. are funny. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, although the movie's set in the fall, it was filmed in the summer. They changed the leaves in post. Oh, okay. Which I'm like, you could do that in 1998? That's nuts. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, why, why, why go for all that effort to do that? Because they want to establish that it's been... Um, they want to establish the time, the time passing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to have that. Okay. Um, I do like, I do like the, the Christmas lights and everything. And as, I don't know if you, th- if you guys noticed this, but there was lots of shots of the two of them sharing the same shot, but in the oh, foreground background of each other. No, no, no we that. did not. Wow. And she explains in one of her messages the dopamine hit of a letter or email or text from someone to someone else. And it's clicking with that, uh, and that it's clicking with perfectly. And that's a real problem. That's why the teenagers can't put the phones away. I'll be They're honest. so addicted to that dopamine hit. I'll but be you, honest. You when I started seeing my girlfriend at the time I first got my first ever phone, getting a text message from her. Yeah, but it's from her. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And teenagers are just like, oh, I'm a bing. Oh, someone's bing. Oh, someone's bing. And they're just like... Yeah, now I don't... Uh, it's not really a... <laughs> Whereas now she messages, I'm like, oh, okay. No, 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 not like that. I mean, like anything, like a message come through. I always say to people, you haven't got to answer me straight away. Get back as no, and when I'm, you can. I'm terrible at replying to messages. You are. I know. <laughs> well, I don't always have my phone on me. I put it down and I do stuff, and then I come back to it like hours See, later. I, I can be I a touch up. insecure at times, Liam. I don't know if you've noticed. This <laughs> Actually, uh, I don't think we've ever told this story on the pod. I don't I've think. not noticed. But uh, so I will get to the point where I only have messaged. Have I, have I done something to offend? To irritate? To offend? Yeah. And I'll go back and go. Oh, when I said this, I bet you it was taken like this, and I meant it like this, and so I apologize for something that was never really in the realm of possibility. No, because you worked Which, yourself. There's up. lots of stuff that I should apologize for, but I, I add way more to it, you right? Do. And so I used to always message Liam out of the blue and be like, "Are we all right? Are we good? I need to know if we're good." Because one of my defaults, I just you know, I, th- I think I've gotten better as of age. Yeah, but no, but so much. Better. It was a thing where I was like, I need that confirmation that we're okay. For some reason, I just need that. I think once, like now, for yeah. instance, I mean, we've known each other for quite a we've, while. We've now. gone through the whole scope. I think I would know. You would, yeah, you would. Where I think in the early days, it was you don't you don't necessarily know somebody else's moods or how they're going to be yeah. with different things, are you? Because, like, um, um, like partners, for instance, when um, you work with somebody, 
in whatever job you do, you see them quite a lot of the, the week because you work with them, right? And how you act with your work colleagues is not necessarily how you act with your partner. Oh, different person. Yeah, different personas. Different, Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes that causes a bit of a rift because there's like, if you go to like a Christmas party or you go to a works do and you bring them along, sometimes they don't always go, oh, hang on. Why are you like this? I thought you were more like this. Well, I remember, I mean, as, as teachers, I think Megs and I definitely get this because the way we are at work isn't going to be the same way we are in our No, no, no at all. Um, because you teach a persona. Yeah, you know, forget your professional persona with your colleagues. Just teach a persona in the room with the kids versus what you might do. And I try and teach kids about this a lot because I'm like, guys, I swear a lot, and they're like, what? I'm like, oh, like <laughs> get like, the fuck out of here. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm good at it. <laughs> I tell them, <laughs> but it's not appropriate for this environment. No, no I so agree. You can't do that every day. When well, I go and I, I certainly can't. I can't help it. Yes, you can. Because when I go in and I see my head teacher, I tell them, I don't go in and I'm like, oh, I'm not effing and jeffing. I can control it. You need to. You do, yeah. And then when I'm around my friends, I let it rip. And Mm. it's without thinking I'm dropped. But you have to have create those boundaries in your own head about what's appropriate. Especially when you're dealing with, well, like when you're dealing with kids, but also when you're dealing with the public as well. Absolutely. So you don't just F and Jeff do you in front of customers. Do you know what I mean? So that was one of my first. Not if you want them to come back. When I first started, (laughs) when I left school and I worked for McDonald's, right? They put me on till for the first time. And I was like, I weren't confident enough to talk to people. I remember I, I didn't learn to talk until I was around about 10, 11 years old. So I'd struggled through, you know, trying to talk and then to be put in front of a public and then to have to talk yep. was a, a strange thing to me. And so I would try and make jokes with the customers and yeah. stuff like that. And I got an order wrong and I uh, went, oh, fuck. And um, went and got the order, done what I did. My boss took me out the back and he went, Liam, I know that was in fun. He said, but you can't swear while you're on the till. I went, did I? I went, shit, bollocks, wank, I've done it again. I mean, sorry. <laughs> and uh, that all just came out like Tourette's. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he went, right, let's just work on this. He said, but please try. He said, I, I was... know you didn't mean it in the way. I was like, and so I, from there on in, I made a very conscious decision not to swear while I'm about in public. I was at a party with some colleagues, end of the school year, right? So yep. big, big, big blowout party, right? We all go around and uh, it was one of the PE department we was, was hosting. Cool. Yeah. The kids like see us at like Tesco. We just buy like so much. Oh, they always bump into me when I got a, a box. It's like five of us in a row, and we just got yeah. so much. Like we have food, but it's yeah, a yeah. lot of booze. <laughs> and so we go, and I'm having a good time. And sometimes when I when I uh, drink a bit, I get very sweary. <laughs> And uh, the, the woman who was hosting, she was like, you know, same age as me, maybe a bit younger. Her husband had like pulled me aside. and was like, Ian, you're swearing an awful lot. And it's not that big of a deal, but it's, 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 I'm also a loud guy, right? It's, I'll use a different name from, for my ex colleague. It's offending Susan's mom who yeah. happened to be there. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be there, I swear, and she'd look at me and go, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's the same. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was just this, but I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> at one point in my vocabulary, back in my mid to late teens, that was every other word. Yeah. And that weren't because I was trying to impress anybody. It was just because of the people I hung around with. It, and it, the, it can be laziness. You just yeah, go, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to use this. I can't think of the right word. I'm just going to, you can put the F word almost anywhere. And you can yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. I only swear I've got if older. I'm really agitated with something, usually. Yeah. I don't swear that much. Um, no, I just I had an email at work yesterday. I let a giant F-bomb drop. <laughs> just in the office with, 
with uh, those of us there, and it was, they were really surprised because I, I don't usually swear like that. Yeah, it worked for you. I was like, oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> let it hit. Um, it was weird about personas, and then I'll get back. Um, I used to work drive through at a at a. At a restaurant, Tim Hortons, right? Yeah. Thanks for using Tim Hortons today. My name's Ian. Can I oh, take your yeah, please? Because you used to be quite bubbly with and, the And I was customers. working, and my uh, partner at the time, she was also working at the same place. We were putting ourselves to school, da 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 da. And someone said to me, she goes, how, I don't know how. Because, you know, not everybody loves that. It's a lot no, of high no, energy. No. Yeah. And someone was like, I don't know how you live with that. And she, she was like, he's not like that at home. Because, again, it was, it was different personas. Like, I put her around. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I get yeah. home like, hey, how are you? Wow. Good morning. No. Like, we'll be watching on TV tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what dinner do you want? It's not like I wake up morning. I'm like, welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> no, it's different versions of you. So much so that my uh, one, one, one of my uh, teachers, um, head teacher, basically, at the school had to observe me. Because you have to be observed a couple times a year. It's just part of the deal being a teacher. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> two of them do it. And they like they have like a little group chat. Yeah, and then afterwards they like mail it to you. So you're like, so they're talking, so they're talking smack about you in the group yeah. chat. Yeah, and then you like get included in to see all the things, and he's so granular. <laughs> and he was like, Ian's very loud. Is this performance anxiety? <laughs> and then, and meanwhile, the other person was like, No, no, I've been in Ian's classroom. This is Ian when he teaches because he's only had meeting Ian. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. I sit down and I'm actually really quite, quite. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we need to realize respectfully where we're going with this is, and it's just a one-on-one conversation as opposed to projecting because it's a room. There's nothing wrong with projecting, and also it's the show, commands. right? When I'm teaching, it's the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. You're on stage. I'm on stage. Yeah, I do three to five shows a day. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. And so that's what that has to be because you know I'm competing with the phone in their pocket, which they're not allowed to bring out. They're gonna ban. But, they're gonna ban phones from schools, aren't they? Not have to bring to school anymore. Uh, on the radio, some schools have trialed it. It'd be interesting. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a massive. I, I would be in favor of it personally. I would be in favor. But of it. the only hurdle they have is the parents. The parents that go. Yep. Um, but what if they need to get hold of me? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's oh, so. <sighs> we never had them. If they do, we, we have we have a student services kind of area where the student can go say, and they'll phone. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah. We got through it. They called the office, and the office came and got me. That's yeah. how. That's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. Anyway, back to our movie. You um, have mail. <laughs> I can't uh, let that go. Oh, this movie was like an ad for Starbucks, wasn't it? Oh, we spent so much time in Starbucks. I didn't realize that Starbucks was such a big thing back then. Because it's only been this, a recent thing, like this, in the last ten years. Oh, really? Here. This is the birth of the coffee house explosion. I think. Yeah. And so new, it became, you know, it's the hip, trendy thing. I remember my first Starbucks and what a big deal it was. And where did I, where did I have it? It was built into one of these giant bookstores. Wow. Yeah, so. That used to be the thing, though, the coffee in the books. Yeah, the loved case. it. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, at work, uh, so Joe walks into a building that's still under construction, and we meet his friend Kevin Jackson, played by Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Second appearance in the pod. I recognized him, but I didn't, uh, I'm not very good at putting names to um, certain actors. What because- if I said, uh, "Watch my back"? Your back just got punched twice. No, bless you. No, man, my name is a chew. Oh, that sounds familiar. Man, white men can't jump. Is that that? Oh, hang on, I've seen this. <sighs> no. I am a sneeze, father of a chew. A chew. He is a for- he is an exchange student in England, your country. At you? You must go or you shall miss the tide. No, I'm gone. Oh. I don't know. Have I seen this? Robin Hood Men and Tides. 
Oh. oh, I've only ever seen that twice. Yeah, I knew. I remembered the, yeah. the jumping line, but yeah. I yeah, yeah. the Jew was like throwing me. I was like, "What?" I, I, I... <laughs> Jew and Blake and goes a Jew here in England. <laughs> he goes, not a Jew, a Jew, a Jew. He, he, he looked very familiar to me, and I was just like, "Oh, where have I seen him?" He's. I mean, you, you guys know what? Dave Chappelle becomes like one of the biggest people on the planet. He's like, is he like, um, is he a talk show? He did guy? like, no, he did like his own sketch comedy show. So there's a lot of his stuff out there, uh, but he becomes like the biggest entertainer in, uh, he, he kind of takes sketch comedy, does it individually with a show around him yep. and grows a massive youth following and a massive following against non-white viewership. It didn't really transfer over here. It didn't. Well. It's very amazing. And then yeah, out of yeah, nowhere, yeah. he just goes, he's supposed to come back for season three and he just takes off to Africa for like a year. Wow. He's like, it just got too big. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Probably the first guy to really champion mental health on that level. It's weird because I knew his name before I knew his face, yeah. if that makes sense. Uh, the cast of Dave Chappelle as Kevin's friend and confidant came around four years earlier. Chappelle was uh, down, apparently, as the, the, the role of Bubba in Forrest Gump, oh. which became a worldwide phenomenon. So this would have been like two years after White Men Can't Jump, uh, yeah. sorry, after Robin Hood Men and Tights. Yeah. Um, Chappelle turned down the role because he felt Forrest Gump would flop. However, it became a huge success. Uh, he dom- and dominated the 1994 Oscars. Chappelle said he deeply regretted turning down the role of Bubba. Hanks, realizing this, promised to work with him on a future project and suggested to director Nora Ephron he play the role of Kevin. Ephron agreed, and Chappelle eagerly accepted the offer to work with Tom Hanks. I thought he was a much bigger part in this movie, from my memory. Yeah, and it's not. No. No, He's no, in like no, two no, to three no. scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I make can't him... even remember who he is, so. The construction in, guy. in this movie? Yeah. He's he... his black friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's in the construction site when he's talking to him as well. And then he's like later he's, on in the bookshop. I think he's, he's the shop manager. Oh, okay. Is who I think he is. He's yeah, the guy who's going to run this. Because he says at one point, as well, well, machine, I don't even need to be here. Oh, that's right. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kevin thinks that Joe, he goes, I got big news. He goes, oh, you got engaged to Patricia. And Joe's like spitting out his Starbucks and like, no, I can't. What would make you think that? And I went, I've seen this movie. Is this serendipity? <laughs> Is this the plot to serendipity? I'm I, with a girl who I don't really want to be with. I love serendipity. And so I meet the person who I'm like destined to be with. I know. Yeah. Uh, Online. Yeah, we did do serendipity earlier this year. It was our Valentine's winner. Liam, I think it was your nomination, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah. How did that win? I have no idea, but that's a great little movie. <laughs> that was a floor movie. <laughs> not a floor movie. Oh, well, it, no, it, it, no I know, not I know. a quality in downloads. Yeah. You, can't, you can't fight facts. Well, what other podcast is going to do serendipity, hey? What other podcast is going to do serendipity and they live within like six weeks of each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's our breadth. Yes. I'm always proud of our breath. And angels with dirty faces. Yeah. <laughs> One day you're going to stop referring to that so frequently as your go-to. But no, it's true. No, but um, I'm just trying to... It's one of our, it's one one of our, our it's, oldest movies. It's a really good download. And it's good, yeah. The numbers are really strong because no one's doing that one. Yeah, that yeah, one proves yeah. your point, I think, more in serendipity. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin thinks they should announce themselves to the neighbors, and they go through a much rehearsed back and forth about why mega bookstores are bad. Or aren't bad. I love a mega bookstore. Megs, what are your thoughts? You used to work at a, a I did. bookstore, but I not like a mega bookstore. Mm. Did you have the chairs and like the, like, was it huge? I mean, the chain can be big in some other places, but the one that 
in our local area wasn't a huge because these sorts of shops in Canada we had one called Indigo we had one called Chapters Chapters was our big one but like a Barnes and Noble or a Borders like these things are like Barnes and Noble I know that these things are like the size of a Tesco wow like they're huge Uh, no mine wasn't that big was you Waterstones then I was Waterstones and we had two branches like down the road from each other at one point because we did were you in Lynn we did yes oh okay Um, so I know where the one is in Lynn where was the other one it oh, hang on! I know. Down the road. I know where it was. It yeah. kind of just slightly around the corner, wasn't it? It, was where the it closed when I after I moved here. Used to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to be in the big one, and it had like this really cool space upstairs that you could hide up there. It was great, but I liked being in the the children's book department when I led that. That was quite fun. Like, oh, so, I used to love so recommending do you see books to people. A Meg who likes to recommend children's books. <laughs> is this I, your no, life Meg, story? Meg Ryan is my kindred spirit in this film, honestly. Yeah. Like I used to love working in the bookshop. I'd love to do that, like own my own. We have we have day. spoken about that in the past. Yeah, I remember I that. to write yeah. books. Like so I was like really like feeling her character here, because this is like me in my dream world. Wow. Somehow. We'll have to come back to you and see if what would Megs have done in this situation. <laughs> yeah. So um, there we are. Kevin uh, said that already. Uh, Liam, I'm assuming Mega Bookstore. Um, You've spoken and said you're not a big reader. No, I'm not. But do you know what? Because Felicity is such a big, big reader and she works in a library. Um, I've said to her when we move in together, I'd like to have a bookshelf of books i'd like to read and then a bookshelf where i transfer them over so i visually see oh so it's like a little like i've completed this many it's, it's yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. oh, cool. because i'm not i'm not a very big reader yeah. i mean i think she's on her 86 book this year or something like All that right. do you know what i mean where you know my new year's resolution was to read two wasn't it yes it was i've not started yet no <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna so, read 12 and i got like one so i i i hope visually that will spur me on to go well i i want to enjoy i am the this. worst head of english ever i'm a great head of film obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah but i'm yeah. a terrible i used to read loads like, that's all i used to do like, like recently i haven't had as much time but... i've got a skill like i can definitely analyze the stuff and then mm. teach it but as far as like reading for pleasure, I don't do it. No, but I I love um, fact books, fact non-fiction. Books. No, yeah. I, I like no, I prefer fact. fiction. Oh, just facts, like facts. Like you look up something, you know, when was the first moon oh, landing? When was reference books? Yeah, 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 yeah. Reference books. I, I like stuff like that. You can get uh, quick information hits. Quick information. Problem stuff is that, that, I got, can... that got replaced by 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 the phone, didn't it? Mm, well, because yes. back I was talking about this with one of my colleagues the other day. I said teachers used to have more respect because teachers were the guardians of knowledge. Mm-hmm. We had the knowledge. No one else did. So it was the teachers or it was the one set of 20-year-old encyclopedias every school had. Yeah. That's where you got your oh, knowledge good from. Good old encyclopedia. Right? And then what happened? Google happens. Yeah. And with Google, my knowledge that I went to university to acquire is, there on is the no end, yeah. longer enough. Yeah. Because you can find an answer to the knowledge thing in 3.2 seconds. You don't yeah. need me Pretty to tell much. you. You don't need me to tell you when. when, when you, now, it's made my life easier as far as maybe finding some research myself. But I already had a pretty good baseline. But now if the kid doesn't need you to get the knowledge and the parent doesn't need you to get the knowledge, then everything becomes a lot more up for debate. Absolutely. About your role. And I know how to. I learn best this way. And I'm like, well, that's not. Yeah, it's empowered that argument now. It's yeah. useful for me because obviously I have to teach every subject, so I'm not a specialist in every subject. So if I do, you're a jack of all trades. Up, well, so rather than have of. the big filing cabinet with all the the printouts yeah. and things you might have used, if I need to check something. I now can. the internet's really helpful for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it must be harder as well because um, plagiarism must be a bigger thing now than what it ever was before. 
It's you really have certain books that you'd go oh, to and go. It's and really AI. AI to write their essays. It's really, <laughs> it's really easy to pick out plagiarism. Oh, it is, is it? It is, because when the kid uses a word, you're like, you don't know how to use that word. Or, oh, like you're used to their way you've of used style. A, you've used a semicolon correctly. You can't even put a full stop in the right place. <laughs> how have you figured out a semicolon? Yeah, exactly. So usually I just go, blah, 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 and it popped up. A little bit harder now with AI. What about oh, with the okay. chat GT? Yeah, we have ChatGPT and other AIs. Much more difficult. But I'll come around and go, what does this word mean? I notice you've said this. What are you you, you trying to say here? Catch them out. And if they can't tell me, you didn't write this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say you got it from ChatGPT, but I can say you didn't write this. Because you don't know know what you're saying. How you would write stuff. No, no, you can literally just go, write me a 500-word essay on how Sheila's presented in Inspector Calls. Wow. Because within like a third of a second, it just scours the internet. That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm trying to, I was showing some of my colleagues the other day how you can use ChatGPT to create easy homework. So for instance, I told, I told ChatGPT, now you have to got you got to get really specific with your questions because it'll do exactly what you want it to do. But that's why you got to be specific because it, it, so it can't misinterpret it. Yeah. I said, give me a spelling test based on a Midsummer Night's Dream that uh, tests the following words. Soliloquy, protagonist, iambic, uh, Athenian, something else. Yeah. And it was, okay, which play is it set in? And it's like Athens spelled four different ways. And then it tells you what the answer is. And then all I have to do is go click, upload, done. Homework set in less than five minutes. Wow. And I can share that with my uh, my whole team, and they can use it for their classes too. Less than five minutes to set that up. That's so nice. it can be a great tool. Yes. Yeah. It can also be write write me a lesson plan. It doesn't mean the lesson's any good. No, that's true. So there's positives and there's negatives to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've I've just got an essay about how Meg Ryan's character is represented in You've Got Mail. Yeah, there is a compelling portrayal of a modern woman navigating love, work, and the challenges of change. She's depicted as the owner of an independent bookstore, struggling to compete for corporate giant. Blah 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 blah. blah. Nuance, blending wit, vulnerability, and determination. Witty and anonymous online correspondence, blah, 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 what's blah. With the, what's with do the do voice? It. I don't know. I think for movies, I don't know if this is creepy or not, for movies that, that were came out after Roger Ebert passed, we should be like, write me a review oh. on this movie in the style of Roger, Roger Ebert. Ebert. Ooh. That might be interesting. Maybe we could have that as a segment at the end. Well, you he, know, was, like, he was around we, for this. Yeah, but when he's not around for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could add that in. We could add that in. Yeah, what, does, uh, what does Roger... Roger, Roger. Roger AI Bert? I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, but let's continue back on to this. Uh, meanwhile, we see Kathleen Kelly go to her store of a shop around the corner, which is a nice homage to the original movie. Not that great in brand recognition. No. The shop around the corner. What do you sell? Yeah. So now I have to walk. If I'm it? going through the phone book or if I'm just walking by, unless I get close enough, I can see it's books. I don't know what it's going to be. They should yeah. have been the bookshop around the corner. Yeah. Or, I don't but know. I know why they're doing it. So we go, ah, it's the movie. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, in, in, yeah. The, in the agree. universe it's set, it's this is why big. you go out of business. Because you, know you know what the big store says? Fox and Sons books. books. But that's why, um, like, you know that band that I really like called The Music? Yep. I said to them, do you think this is a good band name? And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, if you, if you, well, not Google it, but if you look it up, you know, music, I said, you're going to get everything. I said online and stuff like that. I said, but if you type in um, Foo Fighters, you're going to yep. get Foo Fighters directly. Where if you try oh, and find the music, they said, but man, it's all about the music. Is it well, SRO? it is about the music, but. 
it's something about it where it's like is your name independent enough so there was a um i was like what they used to be called there was this offshoot of post wrestling that called themselves i think the the brandon and davy experience or something like that up next what's next anyway it was really it wasn't getting any so the problem is when you typed it in it wasn't automatically right. taking you to their stuff yeah, yeah, yeah they relaunched as poison rana everything goes right to the right yeah. spot yeah yeah yeah. i assume in this in best this film ever yeah everybody knows what we do without saying yeah. it yeah. here's what you do you google best film ever it's it's tricky because yeah. actually what you You're get is get people's opinions. Up, yeah. oh, here's the best film ever. Like it takes a while. So usually the best film ever podcast usually, but then it's any podcast that discusses the best film ever we're in competition for. Wow. So it can be our strength can be our weakness here. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I were to do it again, um, I might have gone for something a little more specific. specific well, yeah. Specific to, to us. Mickey is yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah, specific, yeah. isn't it? Talking to Mickey's great because it does kind of yeah. take you up right there. Um. I think it was Ellie who came up with talking to Mickey. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was good. Great, yeah. BFE, best film ever. I like it. Nothing wrong with I do, it. Yeah, I do agree. I think Georgia people, came up with that. If people search for it, they are just going to get I forget, people's I was going to call views. it 101 Movies You Should Review Before You Die. That's way too wordy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, but, but I had no idea. It was we, We'd get this big. I had no idea. And, and the logo. You just threw together, didn't so, you? I put that logo together in all of 15 minutes. Yeah. I spent a pound on the movie camera image yeah and that was it that's and that's nice. become and I, I, i'm, you know I'm with you i really like it i really like it's it, it really, stands out it's really the, simplistic the only thing i would like to add is i might give it a black outline really so like all the images just give it a small one so it pops oh okay you yeah. know what i'm saying a thin yeah, I, outline I but yeah. not not yeah. too big no i wouldn't do anything no no just a really thin one so it just gives a definition yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what for what it is i'm really happy with it yeah me too yeah, yeah. whenever i look at the podcasts and i and i look at them some of them are too detailed. They're too busy. Like ours is not. It's red and white. It's a nice color palette. I love the, the, the inner square from, from on the, the outer square. I think that's a good yeah, look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I do. So it's clever. Um, Keep it simple. So, yeah, exactly. I think though she keeps that name because it's a mum's bookshop, wasn't it? So she's obviously well going with the or the idea that she's a fictional history. character and didn't name the shop. Oh well, yeah, my mum did. Uh, meet Christina Plutker, played by Heather Burns. She's distracted by yelling cabbies, but Kathleen clearly isn't. And this is the idea that they're all in love, right? She and Joe are both in love. They're not hearing the irritating things about the city because they're so wrapped mm. up in their own thoughts. Uh, Delia Efron, uh, Nora's sister, who re- helped write this, the movie, uh, recalling the setting, said, once we decided it would be an independent bookstore owner, the reason we made it a children's bookstore is I think we always tried to make movies as personal as we could, to find the thing in it that was personal. And we grew up loving children's books more than anything. And Nora Ephron similarly remarked in the film's audio commentary, quote, there was something about this movie that was very important to us. Sorry, let me rephrase that. There was something about, there was something that was very important to us. That would be the first editions of old children's book. It's part of what make this a serious bookstore. We wanted to sell the idea that this was a place that really cared about the history of children's literature. Additionally, Ephron had Ryan and Burns rehearse and work in an actual bookstore for a week prior to filming in order to get them into character. How authentic would you say the bookstore experience was here, Megan? Um, we used to do the things like the story time, like the crafty, crafty bits. That did you ever good. read the story time? Um, I think I did. There you go. Yeah. Um, it used to be mostly people coming in and saying, I've got a grandkid and I don't know what they would like to read. Can you recommend anything? That sort of thing. 
Did you get like the one from later in the film where it's like the one with the shoe? Do you have the book no, with I the shoe? Get that all the, the time. The blue one. It's a blue. Yes. I, know, I know the book's blue. Yes, I had. Oh, honestly, people would come in and say it's got a girl on the front cover, <laughs> and it might be pink. And I'm like, well, it could be this. It could be that. It could be this. Or they always give you the wrong author or the wrong yeah. title, and then you've got to try and somehow. But it's really satisfying when you did somehow find what they were looking for. Um, someone came to me saying, I need Frankenstein by Shakespeare. I was like, Are you sure that's by Shakespeare, not Mary Shelley? I'm like, no. Like, okay, fine. Uh, no, don't have that. Sorry. Felicity gets the same thing in the library. And sometimes they came in not even asking for books, they'd be asking for leather jackets. <laughs> or, I, I don't know, just like really what, We used to keep a list in the till drawer of random stuff people used to ask us for. I can't remember much off the top of my head, but it was like really random stuff. Like, Really? This is a bookshop. So did you leave, just a quick, honest question, because you were quite happy, it sounds like, working in the yeah. bookshop. Was it just earning potential that pushed you somewhere else? Pretty much. Okay. Because, yeah. There's I love the idea of working in the shop. I think it'd be great. Yeah, no, I really did enjoy it. I, yeah. I liked recommending books and talking about books, recommending them and stuff like that. Did you, have to, did you have to read some of the new books coming out and stuff? Oh, I, I was a, more of a reader than anyway, so that wasn't a... That because 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 um, Felicity works in the library, yeah. she's often asked, "What's the new book of um, you know?" Does she have like a pleasure like Felicity's Choice? Well, no, yeah, but, she'll recommend, recommend but she'll recommend. But she'll recommend books yeah. to. She said, "What sort of genre are you into?" You know, and yeah. most of the people that work there will be into different genres. Like, a good librarian. This is what they do. Like we we, we have a great librarian at the school. Yeah. I had I've had bad ones. The one I have right now. If you can recommend amazing. different yeah, yeah, yeah. things, and that's the she knows everything. Thing. Recommend different ones with different yeah. genres, and because she's passionate about it. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. That's why it should be. Um, when I was like 18 to 21 like my dream job was blockbuster video oh yeah he's surrounded by movies people well, what's your opinion I'll tell you my yeah absolutely well Carl used to do that yeah that'd be great yeah he, loved, great. he loved blockbusters Um, what do we got next here uh, so the question gets asked or maybe it's my question is it infidelity if it's through are these guys cheating yes okay thank you yes because w- well, if they're not why are they she's waiting for them to leave to go it's changing their day they're they're hanging on this really this is more than yes. just friends yes even though they don't know they don't know any personal yeah. information there is there is that feeling isn't there you can sense it what's the more important relationship to both these characters the person they're with or the no, person on the other end of that because as i yeah. said at the beginning even they don't look like a couple no yeah. meg ryan and her, her well that, that's by i mean both couples don't really seem no, like a couple no, and that's by design yeah yeah, you yeah, kind of, of know right at the beginning that well these but they're trying to make you feel for the two people well, they want you to feel because they want you to because we have to forgive we have to them forgive them yeah. yeah and this is the only version although there's been all these like adaptations this is the only version where they're both not single yeah oh really yeah and all the other versions like so they're they're they, single is that which is weird because Sleepless in seattle was kind of the same way yeah because it it, it make, does it make it more dramatic that they're already with partners so they have to have the breakup and it gives you story beats be, yeah. yeah it gives you story beats they have to it's overcome not just we're both single that's too easy almost yeah because then really? why wouldn't you go for the date yeah yeah um so christina feels that uh oh sorry and then they're talking about cyber sex and christina ethan completely yeah, yeah he's been gone for a while <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not cyber sex because Christina tells you don't do that because they lose all respect for you after that. I'm like, I wonder what kind of cyber sex was going on in 1998. Yeah. <laughs> not chat roulette. That was later. Well, it wouldn't be that. In- well, I suppose it could be instant if they're both connected at the same time. I guess you could type things. But then it'd be sat at your computer. It would just be. Dis- oh, yeah. So yeah. If it, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. You, you could. You could be. 
78 living in uh, well, Dubai. Well, that's the thing. They don't actually know who each other is. Oh, they don't know. It could be, yeah. It could be anybody. This guy Shop Girl could have been like... Yes. Uh, I'm very lucky. A 45 yeah. year old Actually, man. Yeah. Turn out to be decent. Pizza delivery people, guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, could have been anybody. Could have. It could have been much worse. So, yeah, yeah. no, don't go there. They're trying to go with honesty there. Tips aren't for they, life. Rather. Don't do that. Oh, I thought that was tips for life. You said something else, too. <laughs> <laughs> your, your P didn't come out as, as no. pronounced as tips. you would have liked I've it to. I've got my aligners in, so forgive me if I'm as, a bit Is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, as long as you don't say uh, just, 11th. Eleventh. Uh, what was it? Eleventh piece. Uh, oh, it, it, it was. It was our four hundredth piece of contact. Four hundredth piece. Four hundredth piece of contact. Uh, Christina feels that. Uh, hey, you don't know who this guy could be. He could be the next person to walk in the door. He could be, and then enter George Pappas, played by Steve Zahn. Where have I seen him? Second before? appearance on the pod. Well, I've seen him somewhere. How did we get here? I brought you here for I am Spartacus. Oh, that sounds familiar. Doing. Oh, my word. Oh, that's not. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That thing you do. Yeah, that's right. With, he's, the, with Tom Hanks. He, he's like one of the guitar players. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've it never hurts seen me him. so just to see you go. He's also Phoebe's gay ice dancer husband and friends. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Oh, no? No. Oh, he's great now. After uh, about season five, yep. four or five, I kind of was sporadic with um, friends, only because I started working then. I hear you. I think this is season one. Oh, was it? Or two. Oh, okay. It's no later than two. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that then. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's Canadian, and it turns out he's straight. Oh. <laughs> it's great, because they ask him, he goes, oh, oh, how are your parents going to be? He's like, oh, my parents are pretty, you know pretty understanding. I have a brother who's straight. I went to, <laughs> I went to a pub quiz last night, and we won, by the way. It because, can't be because well, of well, you. No, because we had Richard. <laughs> you're, you're good at the music questions, though. You are good at the music questions. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. But there was this guy who was there, and he was on the table beside us. And let's just say he was very effeminate in the way he was gesturizing and talking and stuff. Sure. And uh, at the end of the night, he went and stood at the bar, and he went, I don't get it. Everyone thinks I'm gay. <laughs> I've just seen what you've made out of the Play-Doh, Liam. Yeah, oh, <laughs> little hats. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> and, um, it looks like what Megan was saying she was going to have for life. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so funny how he was saying at the, at the end of the bar. It just cracked me up. But uh, I thought he was too. Uh, George is asking us if we want anything from McDonald's. McDonald's. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm going to get it on that. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, oh, jeez, this is the one time you don't have a you don't have a, 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 a story to tell. Oh no! Oh, what do you mean? Well, if you, oh, yeah, if you oh, talk, you know, I can I type. Was, I was I was talking about a story. Wasn't there you go. Yeah, you were. Um, what, what else can we talk about? Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at your Play-Doh. You are looking at my Play-Doh. <laughs> and my little hats. Yeah, that's what they, they are. are. They are wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, I, I miss working. I've got jokes and I can't use them. <laughs> I wish you would use them. I can't, oh, I can't. Oh, okay. Because I'm like 95% sure the kids have found the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. That's fair enough. 
<laughs> have they put two and two together yet with the people you talk about in the podcast? Well, no, because I try not to get specific with <laughs> yeah, things yeah, or say yeah. anything that I wouldn't say to them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the kids know who came in and observed me the other day. So, I'm like, I've got no, no, no issues with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, um, where are we at here? Uh, oh, I was going to do a, uh, a thing. Uh, I've got this, though. He says, being online is just another way to be rejected. And then we meet Bertie Conrad, played by Gene Stapleton. Uh, she's like a 60-year-old woman, and they ask her, do you think about cyber sex? She goes, oh, I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal. She <laughs> makes me laugh. And I've got my notes. There's four people working in this shop. You don't need four people. This is why you're going That's out why, of business. Because yeah. yeah. surely, if they're doing two, that badly, right? two. two maximum. Two. The you two of them, I'm like, do... oh, they can run the shop. Yeah, That's fine. Exactly. Why is she paying and it gives it, And from a employees. movie, it gives you someone to talk to. Like, his character is completely unnecessary. Completely. Yes. Ethan Zahn's character, you yeah. can have you have the old woman who knows the mum. That's fine. And she can tell you how the shop. shop's doing. That's yeah. fine. You don't need to- him. How many times do you see the three women get together and you don't see him with them? Do you know what I mean? You he could is. even run not- that solo, I reckon, for some hours. If it's quiet, it would yeah. be fine. I reckon. Yeah, definitely. But... You know, that that's why it's all gone wrong. Yeah. So uh, what are we at next? Uh, so we've got a Fox headquarters, and John goes to – Joe, sorry, not John. Joe goes to Fox Books headquarters where he works for his father and grandfather. His grandfather – depends on the way you want to look at this. Yeah. Technically, it's his first appearance in the pod. I got a feeling we're going to see him again next week. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this is uh, – the same actor plays this who I think plays Clark's father. Yeah. Yeah. He he did look very familiar to me. He is John Randolph. Um, an independent yeah, bookstore yeah. has gone under, and they rub their hands in glee oh. at, we've ruined someone's dreams. But they're all happy about it. That's, they always like corporate greed, don't they? No, I know. Like, they're cartoons. How are they... But even Tom Hanks's character, Joe, he's even like, we... Yeah. Another one has gone under. Woohoo! Because his theory is it's just business. Nothing personal about it. Well, they're not going to stop. They're not going to go, oh, you know, we're not going to make the money on this just because we... Yeah, because if, if you're going to be held back by your heart, you don't get to this. No, and he, has, he hasn't got the relationship with her yet, so and it'd be interesting if they'd had the relationship and, before. And obviously he's grown up in this. Yeah. Yeah. So um, only two more holdouts in the region, we find out, one of which is the shop around the corner. And uh, we get... I don't know what that was for. I don't know. And we get a, a sound that's... Uh, not a sound, that was a sound there. And we get the idea that the grandfather was quite sweet on uh, Meg Ryan's mom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She, what, cha- what did she say? She was charming? Enchanting? Or enchanting. Enchanting. Yeah. Uh, and the, so the, we, we continue on, and the, the, we keep emailing, and the use of emails allows us to have the voiceover exposition. And they show the minutia of the, their days, but written very well. The yeah, writing yeah, yeah. is wonderful in these emails. It's good. She mentions Pride and Prejudice, which is kind of a double bill from last week because we see Colin's first face on the book. <laughs> yeah, this film's got many parallels with Pride and Prejudice. That's why they keep bringing it up. Oh, okay. I have yeah, he's Mr. Darcy. She's yeah, Elizabeth Bennet. She's, yeah, she's right. not. She's not as feisty. They, she's a little more idealistic. They don't like but yeah, each other at first, they don't do like they? each other, and, eventually... and they make all these assumptions about mm. the other based yeah, on very times, limited exposure. How many times in movies is that? Right, but, each other right, but you have to go with the first one who does it becomes what's known as the archetype. Oh, okay. So everything almost lives in that shadow. Because there, there was one time someone said there's only like eight stories you can tell. I think there's more than that. But when they go down this road, you kind of have to tip your hand to go who who got there first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we said, oh, what did I say it was Point Break? Oh, Fast and the Furious is Point Break. That, that's, 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 that's my theory, of course right? It is. Um, 
And yeah, it's two different ideas, and they might have got independent of each other. We have to go point break. Did get there first? Let's at least acknowledge that. Yeah, random theory though. Random theory because his dad was enchanted by her mum. Do we actually know who her dad is? Uh, it's, it's, it, it was his grandfather. It's not. It's not his dad. Nice it's his dad. grandfather. His grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was. He said he was too old. Okay, my yeah. my little weird yeah. He was too old for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's not a cover for like. He's his sister. Yeah. His sister yeah. Well, we've already got the weird aunt thingy, the Bobby thing that comes. Yeah, up. But that's only because he's going with the younger women. If anybody it? wants yeah. anything from McDonald's, George is asking. Um, uh, what's easy to like, order? Hop on and, and, and message. Uh, I can't. Um, oh, okay. do it. I, my phone's dying. Um, maybe some nuggets. That's easy to eat. Burger's quite tricky. Here, I'll open it up. Just go ahead and just say Megan wants. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, you got to type that. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, because I'm, like, I'm going to keep talking. That's kind of how the gimmick works in this, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, oh, she she tells him, read it, about private prejudice. Do you want, do you want uh, extra pickles? Yes. Uh, she says, read it. I know you'll love it. And I've got, are they wrong for each other? I put kiss, 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 nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to put in brackets. That was Megan. <laughs> there we are. Um, where am I at now? Sorry, I disturbed you. No, it's okay. But I like how when I was trying to correct it, you decided I'm not going to fill the, the side. No. We're just going to have that there. <laughs> oh, Megan. Uh, so she says, you'll, you'll love it. And he clearly, we see him reading it, and he does not love it. And I'm like, oh, are they actually right for each other in the end? Or is it that thing where you think you like the idea? Here, here's the idea. Because when you do the text communication. You can say anything. Well, you can say anything. And Meg's, I, well, I don't want to out anything. Uh, I've got very, I don't have that much experience with like online dating. I think, I, I think you've had some, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, it is painful. Is it possible that people, sometimes people talk too long and you build up this idea of who they are when you meet them, they're not really sometimes. the way it as intense or as profound as it seemed when you were just texting? Sometimes and sometimes the opposite. Some people text really awfully and they're better in person. Yeah. Because it's, what used to frustrate me is people that couldn't start a conversation every day would just be, how's your day going? Literally, that's what they would open with every day. And, like that almost feels like it's forcing me to be the entertaining one because I just saying how are you, are you how are you doing? Do you How's struggle? Do you struggle being the entertaining one? Meg? No, well I usually have more going on to talk about in my experience with this online dating stuff. I think the um, types of jobs we have allow ourselves up for individual yes. anecdotes. To so then I feel like oh well I did this and I Not did this to mention and this and then the drama stuff and it all would. That. And sometimes I would just be like I really can't bother to entertain you, so I'll just be like oh it's okay. How's your day going? And I'll just do that back and see what they say. It just seems like a really lazy way of starting the conversation. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, so it, 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 it's quite painful in, in some regards. Oh, yeah. And then you meet them in person and then, yeah, it's Do you, I don't, okay, right. I, again, technology baffles me. So how, when you meet somebody online, how can you fall in love with someone you don't even know or meet yet? How can, how can you do this through Well, you just kind of message them a bit, and if you get a good feel, then you might meet them. Do you mean in the world of this movie, or what Meg's, just in the real world? Just, just in the real world. Okay. How, do you, how, does that, how does that, I don't understand. I, have a, I, mean, I've got, I know people who have who yes. even gotten got married to people first. they've met online yeah. and then eventually meet up. And I've got nothing against yeah. it. No, no, I'm just saying. I just don't understand myself. I like that when I walk into a bar or walk in, to a bookshop or whatever, wherever you are, standing yep. in the queue, 
And you get that little fizz going through and you yep. go, oh, I like that person. Why do you like that person? I don't know. Just because the proximity of something making me fizz about that person. Why is that? I don't know. How do you get that? With- Let me link it to fantasy how, football, how which is a that? weird thing to do. But I'm okay. gonna do the experts talk about fantasy football say a player's ability to – your ability to win is based on measuring talent meeting opportunity. Yep. And so let's consider talent to be just the quality of the person, your sort of thing. But the second part's opportunity. How are you going to meet this person? What is this the is, is what is what is the method or the or the potential for you to go meet someone? So where you're located, um, being closer to maybe a, a town center, yep, there might be more opportunities in that regard. Mm. Yep. Um, whereas, so say if you're a stay at home mother, single parent, yeah, how are you going to meet? Or say if instance? say if your schedule is a bit un- unconventional, and what you've really got is you got 25 minutes at lunch, that you can sort of. So the phone gives you this idea of almost like looking across a crowded bar and, oh, I like, I like, I don't, the S, I don't, the S. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where that, I don't know. It's not something that I've ever found, because I'm with you. I've not found anything really worthwhile out of it. Yeah. I've done a couple dates and things like that, but nothing where, it just felt like I was trying to win the game. Yeah. Oh, we're having a conversation. I was going, yeah, I was going, and it was like, eh. Because surely, because nothing ever felt legit. But I'm also a strange duck in the sense that I really like to be friends with people who I date, and that's it. Seems to be a really important part to me, and I it's weird for me. To, it's, it feels like I'm putting the cart before the horse. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm see, I'm not someone who walks across the room based on aesthetics and just goes, "Hey, I'd like to." Uh, it's, it's, see, it's I've not never been wired. able to do that. Like if I go to the the pub or whatever, and I'm with my friends, I will just stay with my friends. Yeah. I'd feel really awkward. So, say there's a guy I see and I think, oh, they're, they're really attractive. Yeah. I'd feel really silly going over to them and start, I don't know, trying to chat with them randomly because A, they're probably already in a relationship and it just feels a bit... Yeah. Like, it is harder when you get to a certain age. Yes. Well, this I, is the I thing. Because I think a lot of relationships might start from like, I don't know, uni experiences or those younger experiences with people where you're meeting lots of people and people aren't as attached. Yep. And the older you get, the more likely people are attached or there's, the there's extra... To you know things going on isn't it so it, it's not easy it's not easy at all no kathleen walks by the fox books announcement and doesn't notice it uh Which george was quite charming george notices it instantly yeah <laughs> and even says just around the corner and she thinks and she goes i think it's a good thing it'll bring more people will become the book district and they won't find it there and they'll come here i mean liam you you run an independent record shop i do yeah now in a world where hmv is crumbling so actually you've got the opposite maybe even happening where you're seeing the death of the big box store yeah and then people are looking for that more niche nuanced which is good service-based thing so that's good for you yeah because also they only do new new vinyls so they'll do new releases and they'll also do uh, reissues of old so things. you've been able to find a unique selling point that no we do the classic stuff we do old vinyl used yeah. vinyl stuff that they do you too. can't find at that shop though but they'll do a more um inflated price sure because sometimes you know you can come in mind and buy an album from the day for eight nine ten twelve pounds and you go in hmv to buy the same thing and that's 36 pounds and i've heard you say to other customers before hey listen if there's the kind of thing you, that you're into i can keep an eye out when stuff comes my way yeah and whereas hmv ain't gonna do that for you no they're based on a spreadsheet the yeah. thing you're terrified of yeah and because <laughs> yeah, yeah. i've been trying to get you i've been trying to get you to do spreadsheets for years to oh. go you know. they are useful like you know if you put a madonna record on the shelf on july 8th and it sells august 15th and you bought it for this and you sell it for this it gives you an idea of the next time a madonna record comes across your desk is this a worthwhile thing or how long did it sit on the shelf 
<laughs> True. See, I see, yeah. see. I think it's a great idea. And once you set up the algorithm, once you set it, it up, it does everything automatically for you. But you got to you got to pull the trigger and go. I'm going to get a computer. Okay. So yeah. Maybe laptops maybe. are not expensive anymore, dude. Okay. Maybe I can. I'll do that. I'd recommend it. I'll help you. I'll help you set up your sheet, man. It's, okay. it's not difficult at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, and all you have to do then is punch it in. You can track how much you've done for all those pieces of paper you have laying around. You don't have to do any of that anymore. Yeah, I'm very much about paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the spreadsheet for the for the, for the pods legendary. Like it's 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 huge. <laughs> uh, oh, have I? Have we yeah, we did announce that that we 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 passed our 2022 total like back in November. Yeah, yeah where are right. we numbers wise at the moment? You know, download. Because we haven't discussed that for quite a while since we uh, we're the- north of one ten. I think we're almost at one fifteen. Oh, yeah, right, cool. Yeah, so yeah, it's going well. That's numbers are good. good. Your numbers yeah, are yeah, good. Yeah, numbers yeah. of the year are good. Numbers of the year are up despite us releasing uh, less than last year, less yeah. content, but more more downloads. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because we got busier this year. I think is all that happened. People started doing shows. People started doing yeah, yeah. yeah and there's yeah. been as many new new, new releases again. We're because the strike. We've had a, a bit of a lull. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Frank, however, is going on about a typewriter. And so he's like properly old school. He's like, technology is evil, yada, yada, yada. And he collects them. And this is not a thing of Greg Kinnear's uh, char- is his character, but it's not based on his real life. But Tom Hanks does Tom collect Hanks. typewriters. Does. Oh, yeah. does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, I like Tom Hanks. Kathleen emails Joe saying she lives a small life and isn't sure if it's what she wants. So she's going to send a question out into the void. And that's what her emails to him are. They're questions she can release into the void and the void will speak back and again she's hiding this part of her heart and she's here's why they fall in love liam because she is vulnerable to things she can't even tell frank i've got a rose oh by any other name it would still smell sweet liam just made me a play-doh rose thank you that's all right but if you flip it upside down it's still something you can have for life (laughs) 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 it must be it must be it must be very cold in here (laughs) it is cold outside uh so there we are. Uh, he's on a boat, and I'm reminded I'm on of, a boat. I'm on a, I'm boat. On a motherfucking boat. Every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminded show. of both Joe versus the volcano and Sleepless in Seattle at the same time, because on boats in both of them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. We meet okay. Joe's new stepmother, and she's likely younger than he is. And Joe's babysitting. I'm like, who are these people? Brother? Sister? And I'm like, we'll find out later. To the sound of Rock and Robin, Twiddly Deet. Twiddly Deet. What do you about Rock and Robin? I like it. Oh, it's a great song. You know. And and if you if you listen to Michael Jackson's voice as a kid, and Michael Jackson's voice as an adult, two I mean obviously it can be different, yeah, but it's completely different. But when you watch him as a child move on the stage, Same you can see yeah. him evolving into what he was. Now, Rock and Robin not originally done by Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. no. That was about Jackson Five, wasn't it? Michael Jackson, but. I mean, before that though, it was yeah, released yeah, as a song yeah. in like the fifties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an old song. Uh, they want to see uh, so. Um, he plays on mini trains, and I'm going, okay, big. You're just playing the hits here, aren't you, Tom? Yes. Uh, they went, the, the kids, though, they want to see the story lady, and it happens to be Kathleen Kelly at the shop around the corner. And we find out the girl is his aunt, and the boy, not, I said the boy's his father. That's not true. <laughs> the boy's his strange. brother, and the girl's his aunt. And Joe and Kathleen meet, and there's a nice little spark there. But Joe stops short of giving him his last name. He says, I'm just Joe. Just Joe. Just Joe. Just and Joe. I'm convinced I have in my life, and that's true. I'm convinced that no one delivers dialogue the same way as Meg Ryan. She makes dialogue sound like music. Oh, I love Meg Ryan. She's so lovely and charming. Her line delivery is amazing. She's beautiful. I love that haircut. I don't think it would Meg Ryan with short hair, 
way better than Meg Ryan with long hair. Yes, agreed. Uh, I, want, I want that hairstyle. Like Joe versus the volcano. Dude, it's short. It. No, Top Gun. It wouldn't suit me. Her hair's great in Top Gun. Her yeah. hair's great in French Kiss. But like, I think you've got males the best. French it kiss, is lovely yeah. hair. Yeah. I would love to just try it if I could grow it back in case it doesn't work. But just don't think it would work. Bite the bullet one day and just do it. That way you can say I gave it a shot. Hair grows. Yeah, hair grows. Yeah. I mean, Georgia cut her hair, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. this is true. Yep. And even Ian, he shaved his head, didn't he? And that one that long ago. That was Vanilla November? Shrek. October? <laughs> when was it? It was uh, about October last October, year. I shaved the head and got rid of the beard. You did, didn't you? Yeah. You, so uh, all the things that give my face that's... definition because my <laughs> yes. I have no eyebrows, right? Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah. I'll do a Meg Ryan one day. There you go. Try it. But try she, she is lovely. I'm like, I want to do you. Um, I might try it if you don't try it. Okay. Joe <laughs> almost chokes on the price point for the book. And that's the thing. Like, it's expensive. What she's offering is expensive. But it's a special edition or something, isn't it? It must and be. He's... Uh, not the, no, it was the one he's looking at at the side, but the kids buy about three oh, or four well, books full each. price books are quite yeah, expensive. And they're quite expensive. Yeah. So that's the need. I mean, look at Waterstones. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the Amazon situation was like when you were working there. But... Oh, we we had to use to sell. There were, I can't remember what the e-reader was called, but it wasn't the, like Kobo? the Kindle. It was something like that, or it's a Sony. We had to sell the Sony e-reader. So we're trying to push this for sales, but then the Kindle, like, I didn't we really would just want to recommend dwarfs. that over it. Yeah, because yeah, the e-books were easier to get and better price points, but we still have to yeah. try and sell this other one. Of course. So, mm. yeah. Is Kindle still a thing? It, yeah, Kindle's still yeah. a thing, yeah. I've got Kindle. Oh, it's okay. great for planes and, and holidays and stuff. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. Um, and boats. Yeah, I'm going to download a bunch of podcasts. That's what I'm going to do. And bring that one book I've been trying to read for you. But you can't go to Amazon and necessarily get a good experience and get a book recommended to you and get to look at all the covers and smell the book smell. I do like the tangibility of a book. Mm. I do. I do. It's also really um, satisfying to look at how much of it you've then finished. Yeah. It's, you it's a nice a little progress. You on the Kindle, but it's, it's not, not quite same. the same, is it? No. Um, we've uh, so that uh, Joe almost choked. Oh, so that, and they and they as they leave, his balloons get stuck in the door. This was not supposed to happen. I like. So that. therefore, when he said, "Good thing it wasn't the fish," was completely ad libbed. Nora Ephraim oh, thought it was funny and kept it in. We it don't was... do those fish anymore. I've no, never seen don't. a fish in a bag. No. Have you not? We used to when we were kids. They used those to be on the poor fish. Oh, I know. That's why they stopped. Yeah, uh, Fox Books opens. Uh, Birdie tells Kathleen that they did 1,200 pounds less during the same week the previous year. This woman should help me keep track of the podcast. This is the kind of data that I love. Mm. Yeah. Well, you think she would be keeping track of that anyway if it's her bookstore? No, oh, I think she always does keep yeah. track of it. I think it's, just, it's, just her first, it's the first indication for us as the audience that it's shifted. It's, be in trouble. Trouble. it's worse. Yeah. They go to a black tie event, and Joe spots Kathleen and tries to hide. So I've got my notes. He's living with a woman, engaged in the email. I'm, I'm going I'm to pause because you two are doing your own thing, and I, I need you guys to react to what I'm saying yep, here. No, that's cool. I was just showing her the rose with the... the He's adapted the rose. It's now got like a... It's got a leaf. A Excellent. Leaf. <laughs> uh, so let's... He tries to hide. So he's living with a woman, engaged mm. in the email... Rom- sorry. He's living with a woman. He's got an email romance he's going on, and he's smitten by Kathleen Kelly. Mm-hmm. So as far as ooh, he knows, ooh, he's, having, he's got three sort of relationships kind of happening well. at the same time. Only one real one. Yeah, and two of them are with the same person. But he doesn't but know. But he doesn't know that. No. So he blanks her at the bar. I mean, he's a real jerk. She's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you again. He's like, yeah. And then turns his body away and all that stuff. He yeah. knows that she's going to find out who he is. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and someone finally says, I can't believe you spoke to Joe Fox. And I've got, I've got my notes. What kind of party is this? Because it's a black tie event, but they're like 
filling up their plates. Yeah. I was wondering. This is a weird party. Is it like a book? Launch was it, something party or it was something to do that with would like why they're both there. He was making fun of it at the start of the movie, wasn't he? Like it's some struggling yada yada, some some sort of some sort of keynote speaker thing where you raise money, but it was just a really weird. Just we're going to stand and fill our plates, and it seemed oh, like that was caviar, and it seemed like that was in somebody's never had caviar rather oh, than an office of some sort, didn't it? Um, he takes all the caviar despite the fact it's a garnish, and I've got in my notes. He's an asshole here. He, he is. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do like, though. My mum was right. He is icky. He is icky, yeah. <laughs> he took the garnish from around the plate, right? Yeah. And then she went, oh, you're taking all the garnish. And then he took all of it then. But that's been it's replaced. That's been replaced because he then takes it I thought, he, I thought he just, like, spun the plate. I didn't see them spun the plate. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but, yeah, they probably thought that. But. The plus one's come along. It's complicated for a bit because Joe's plus one loves the work that Frank's plus one does. And you can see, if you compliment him at all, dude's, like, smitten. Oh yeah, dude just wants to hear how much you like how him, much which, he's great. Which you know, I can't relate to in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> no. After the party, Joe comes clean about being the worst version of himself. The shop girls so was like, "I was at this party. I was a real jerk." And she's like, oh, I had a bad situation, too. I was in, and I got all tongue-tied, and I hate that I wasn't able to say it, blah, blah, blah. If you could pass me your zingers, and he says, I think we should meet, and she panics, because now it's a bit real. My question is, at least she panics. Like, he's like, he doesn't seem to his care, friend does he? <laughs> thinks she's getting engaged. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're living together. Yeah. Like, she's almost living with Frank. He's living with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. has a bit more of a crisis goes, of conscience. We should meet. And they run into each other all day long the next day, including at Zabar's, which is a New York City gourmet emporium for, like, food and smoked meats and stuff like that. And the, the, the Till girl, Sarah Ramirez, would later be on Grey's Anatomy, this is her feature film debut. She's the woman behind the till who won't take the, the credit card. What is that a thing? Yeah. Cash what? Right. Yep. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be faster, isn't it? But I know they're trying yeah. to make it... This is before you had, like, touch. I know they're oh, trying right. to make it, you know... Um, or even chip and pin, sorry. I know they're trying to make it like he's charming and he's charmed her in some yeah. way, but that didn't come across that way. Well, It come across as quite arsy. I want to say one last thing about this, because I think you'll find this interesting, Megs. Mm-hmm. She was the original Broadway Lady of a Lake. Oh, was she in Spamalot? Yeah. Yep. Ah. So there you go. There you go. Oh, wow. Got something coming of her, We've all too. Done this is my film. This is my kindred spirit. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, Not uh, in June. I've got my notes. <laughs> no. Everyone gives Kathleen a hard time because it's cash only. And I'm like, then wouldn't you all be about to take her credit card because it gets her through the queue? Yeah. If you're like, yeah. come on, lady, it's cash. No, no. I'd be like, run, just run the card. Yeah. Run the card. We can move. Yeah. And then Joe comes and saves her. And, of course, it's that thing he's you don't want. You don't here. want the person. And he's, he's smug. And he yeah. knows he's charming to, to the one behind the counter. But he's also so smug to almost her that, like, I can help fix your day. But in the same breath, I think he's also uh, trying. He, he, he is also helpful, me. though. I think he's he trying helpful. to be helpful. So this is the thing. When, when, you, when, you, when your enemy saves her. your day, that's not. But well, you don't want your enemy to save your day. When he pays. Okay, that's just that you've got so much money you can do this. Well, I yeah, thought he was yeah. going to offer to pay it first. Well, he did. He did. Oh, did he? And, and then he talks to the woman into taking the credit card. Because she says, oh, he, he goes, do you need money? She goes, no, I don't need your money. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she does pay yeah. herself, doesn't she? So Thanksgiving Day, Joe's listening to his aunt sing while his stepmother rubs his leg. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I guess this just foreshadows that their relationship's going to end. Of course. The group, the group from the shop are singing, except for Frank. 
uh, Greg Kinnear, who can't sing. And my thought is, is this intentional? Like, is he is he a good singer who's pretending to be a bad singer? Because that's hard to do. Oh, okay. To purposely sing off key. No, yeah, it's hard to do. Sing off. If you if you're a bad singer, if you're no. a bad singer, no. But, but if you're <laughs> all right birdie walks by the fox books and sees that a grandstanding author she came earlier in the movie we didn't talk about it she's like it's terrible are you okay oh i can't we should start a rally when and is then your, you walk by and you see she's going to do a sign there. There, yes. I, I mean you knew instantly because yeah, they try yeah. to say hey let's get you in for for like a reading and sign and she goes oh it's not coming she was delaying yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah yeah. I, I, yeah I did predict that yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a shot of people walking by Kathleen. Exclusive to one bookshop. Nope. You? You can always go. There's a shot of people walking by Kathleen's shop with Fox books bags, and she gets all upset. And I'm like, like books. Yeah, it's a wide world of books. You yeah. only do kids books. Yeah. So if we want to, if I wanted to get a book on the Beatles, yeah, you You're ain't gonna, gonna have, have that. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> Um, they've gone from emails and now they're instant messaging. And I don't know if you notice this. They're both a, they're both in bed. Yeah. And the negative space is mirrored. Yeah. So he'll be on the left side of the screen. Then it cuts to her. She's on the right side of the screen, which suggests if we could put them together, they'd both be in the bed together. Yeah. 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 That's foreshadowing stuff to come. Absolutely. Um, he says, Hey, you need to go to the mattresses, which is kind of funny because I think they're in bed at the point that he's saying this. (laughs) And she goes, what is it with men and the Godfather? A movie we've never done on the pod. Oh. It's like three and a half hours. It's great. I do like it, but I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once. Did I watch it with you? No, no, no. I was, I was, I was lent the the trilogy by an old English teacher of mine years later when I was. He was kind of like a mentor. I was going through yeah, uni yeah. and all that, and I I borrowed it and I watched the first two and then took around to third, which I hear isn't a huge deal because I hear it's pretty poor. Two is all right, I think. One and two are both like giant Oscar winners, yeah, yeah, but yeah, three's yeah, like three. like a giant nosedive. Yeah, I've no, I've never seen second and third. I've only ever seen the first one. That was um, probably about last year, year and a half ago. So his recommendation to her, because I see we're running, we're running longer than I thought we were going to. <laughs> his recommendation to her is to go, go is to fight to the death. Uh, and she says, fight, she fight says to, to Frank, death. "Is it? Would you write an article for me? Because that's his job. He writes articles in the newspaper. Why not use the so use the that. tools? Yeah." yeah. So he does the article. It blows up big. There's picketing. There's rallies. Uh, we go, all oh, right, Dave Chappelle's in this movie. And uh, and he's back. And Frank was on a local TV show um, to help raise coverage of this. And he's clearly flirting with this woman from the TV. They're both flirting with each other. Yeah. You know why this is here? It's so that we feel all it's right so about it. It's so we forgive her for... So for yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing yeah. they did in... Um, Sleepers in Seattle. Yeah, it is, yeah. Because they have him go, oh, I forgive you, like, instantly, and you should go, you should go. Yeah. And that was the thing that bugged me about that movie, and it kind of bugs me about this movie. Yeah, they're trying to make it so that we're aligned with them. Yep. There's no positives being made from all the publicity. Uh, they did a good job of it, though. Good job, but yeah. it doesn't change the bottom no. line one bit. And actually, the sad part is it probably does do good. It just slows the bleeding. Mm. And Kathleen wishes her mother was there, and the old woman goes, she wouldn't know what to do. She'd have no clue. No. So, so uh, Kathleen decides she wants to meet Joe, and Joe's on board, and she's going to have a book with a flower. And on the way to meet, he tells Kevin about this, and Kevin's like, what if she's fat? Which is oh, not terrible. great. But I do but, think when you meet someone blindly, you're like, what if, what if I don't feel, what What if they are even with online completely dating, opposite of what I, I, I expect? spark I'm looking for. But also, why is Chappelle not telling him, you're with somebody? 
Why are you? Uh, why is he egging him yeah. on? Why is he? Yeah, that's not even mentioned. Because he's it? supposed to be. Yeah, because he's guiding our direct. Because if he goes, you're with someone, then we don't like Joe. Yeah. No, I know. So he's getting but, us to be excited. <laughs> so the perp, I'm talking function in the movie rather than if they were in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go on this blind date. It's not like in serendipity. It was like, yeah, you need to see if this woman exists before you get married because you've always been hung up on this girl. Yeah. Let's see what's the worst that can happen. That's different from, oh, this random girl you've been messaging. Yeah. yeah. For a while. Yeah. Um, so Joe leaves her. Uh, she goes up and he goes, oh, this girl's pretty. And he's like, what, do, what kind of pretty? He says, well, you know, Kathleen Kelly. He's like, that kind. He's like, well, that would be all right. Well, he goes, well, if you like Kathleen Kelly, I got news for you. You're going to be, you might not be liking this girl. He goes, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, oh, because she is Kathleen Kelly. And he looks up and sees her. And no one does looking for the person to come in who's not there and being disappointed like Meg Ryan. Oh. She's so good. And your heart breaks for her. I've never been stood up. You ever been stood up? Uh, no. Mm. Not that I can think of. No. No? There you go. I've had a good track record on the many, many dates I've had. There we are. <laughs> it's always scary though, that moment where you're like, right, are they going to be anything like their picture when you're meeting someone like yeah. online dating? Um, I've never done that. So and you're like, I am know. I going to recognize them? <laughs> Sometimes you don't. <laughs> Is that why you have to give um, clues to who you're going to be? Well, you just like, generally like look the around. Who in the looks book. A bit well, lost. I guess back then it was before you had the capability to send pictures mm. and things like that. But why is he not carrying anything for her to, her to distinguish? Why is it about her? Because, okay, function of the movie, it gives him all the power. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Typically, you would. I'll be wearing this, at least in movies. I'll be wearing, wearing this. Wearing, well, yeah. I'll be. I'll be. Yeah. I'll have a red baseball hat. Or Even I'll, if it's just matching things together, so yeah. that you can match yeah. whatever you. Do you know what I mean? You're wrong. Um, I need to write a love story. <laughs> uh, Joe then comes back in and kind of reverse catfishes her by you know pretending he's not the person she's waiting for, and well, then he takes he takes advantage. So here's the problem. He, he, he takes total her. advantage yeah, of, his, of his extra. Like yeah. So he, he catfishes here. her because he knows something she doesn't exactly. and plays to that. Yeah, I don't like that. He does have I also don't like what he says to Chappelle either when he says, I'm just going to leave her. Yeah. You're not even going to tell her? Yeah. You're not even- nope. That, that cuts. He then sits down, which feels like a violation, but not a violation at the same time, and she hits a zinger at his expense, and then finally she goes, please leave. Please, please, please leave. I beg you. And he and gets up, and you're no like, "All right." Means no. No means no. Mm. Yeah. He then takes a seat behind her, which I think is supposed to be funny. No, I didn't think that was funny. Cause- but then he quickly returns back to face to face, and in this part, their chemistry is fantastic. When it they is start fantastic. Going back and forward. But that moment where she says, "Can you just leave?" That that is a desperate thing yeah. for her to oh, say. Yeah. Please leave. You know, and so if that was me, I would have left. Um. But he Absolutely. knows, doesn't he, that they've yeah, got that. This connection. is what makes this movie different, though, from Joe versus the Volcano, and it makes it different from Sleepers in Seattle. You don't keep them apart. Yeah. You try and put them together as much as you can. Because well, yeah, whether they're true. in conflict or whether they're smitten, their chemistry is great. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, they've worked on their chemistry. Yeah. Well, if chemistry is a thing that can be, I guess it can be developed, but then also some people just they have would, chemistry with from minute one. They would have done three movies together if they didn't have the chemistry on screen, would they? Agreed. But the second movie, they're never together. Mm. It's just the end when they're on top of the building. That's the only time that they're together in one scene in that movie. If you don't count the time she almost gets hit by that truck and goes, you, and she goes, hi. True. That's it. They might have filmed that in the same day, then. <laughs> <laughs> what, once in Seattle, and then everybody fly over to New York. We only got Meg for 24 hours. Uh. Um, so 
He asks if she'll be mean with him, and instead she lectures Joe about himself. And she's both smitten but very mean to Joe in her delivery, which I guess we feel he deserves because of what he said earlier. Joe mentions, hey, this guy you're talking about, he's not here. Which, again, he knows he we know. There. So the thing for us is supposed to go, tee hee hee, we know, we well, know he's there. I'm going, well, yeah, yeah. On, if he'd dude. admitted it, though, at this point, I suppose. Oh, it's hard. To, like, it wouldn't have had the same drama progressing with the plot would it she says there must be a reason because the guy she's waiting for doesn't have a cruel bone in his body and she says that no one will remember joe and yeah no one might not remember me either but they remember my mother and my mother's shop and that she was special she says nothing you are nothing but a suit why does he get offended by that when he's not offended he's hurt yeah, okay. It's a moment, of, he, it's a moment of self hurt by that. I mean, she's it's a moment, business, of, it's a moment so of self realization. She's kind of justified in saying that because she's right. That's why yeah. he's not offended. He's he's he takes it on board. Oh, okay. She reads his mail. Pun not intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. No, that's what it is. Oh, okay. No, because I was like, what? Yes, people in the world could take a lesson from this movie because it's not about offended. No, it's about. Yeah, you, you, you've hit Showing it. a mirror to your face. Mm. Yeah, True. Yeah, you hit it on the Probably his worst fear, come, come do him. You don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, so after the date, she doesn't have any mail, and uh, little flops in the bed, which we have too many pillows. I thought that, actually. I was like, how many pillows yeah. does she have? You'd have to take all those off. Do you make your bed her. in the morning? Um, yes, I do. If, I don't. If I'm on my own, <laughs> and... If I'm on my own, no, I don't bother because it's just me and I don't really care. Really? Um, yeah. I still make I still make the effort. If I've got people coming over, then I will. Right. Um, I can't help it. It's inbuilt. <laughs> after a date, uh, they're both unhappy. And Joe states, he, he does say to Kevin now, he's in the night to think about it, she's a bitch. He does. And he's very, so if he's just seen a mirror to himself, you know, because she's being very heartfelt. Because no, you have to wake up in the morning and still continue your life. So you've got to you've got to rationalize this. Either you've got to change your life, or you've got to find but he didn't a need narrative. To call, he didn't defense. need to call her a bitch, though, did he? Well, he's talking to his friend. It's not like he said it to her. No, I know, but he still didn't need to use the bitch word, did he? I mean, that was like because because no, the movie here's the okay. So the, we need a bit of conflict. Don't the we, movie so. needs us to forgive him as well as her to forgive him, but that requires us to have some grievance against us as well, okay. and that's what this is. Yeah. Because he's just Mr. Nice Guy and goes, oh, she changed my life. <laughs> then it, it's going to drag in yeah, the third act because uh, it kind of does a little bit anyway. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, so Kathleen was concerned that he took one look at her and left. She's telling everybody what's going on. Christine and Kathleen come up, Kathleen come up with different uh, situations, and they, I think the elevator pitched while you were sleeping in the process. Maybe he hit by a subway car. Maybe he's in a coma. This is the plot of uh, while you were sleeping. It is. Yeah. It is while you're asleep. Uh, George fun, thinks the mystery date is the rooftop killer because that's a thing. <laughs> the rooftop killer. She emails Joe about to talk about her conversation with Joe. That's and funny. she says, direct quote, with this form of communication, you're more likely to talk about nothing than something. But all this nothing has meant more to me than so many somethings. Yeah. So thanks. That's so nice. And the subject was on being stood up, which she claims she wasn't. <laughs> Um, Joe leaves the room and there's a static shot on the computer and we hear the pause of his dog and he keeps looking at the computer and it's a good choice and the score is good again and he tries to think of lots of good excuses. I was in Vancouver. I liked how they used the lapse of time and at one point 
he did go off the same way and yep. then come off the same way again. Yep. That was quite funny. Uh, lots of jump cuts there. And he said, I was in a meeting with the power went out. And, all, and then finally he just goes, no, I'm going to uh, take rid of even the smallest inaccuracies that could cover and just be as honest as possible without saying a whole lot. But I'm not going to say anything that's purposely misleading. Which don't need to. And he goes, I, I can't tell you. Just know that I'm sorry. I mean, technically he's lying here in a way because he was there. <laughs> The version, but he came as Joe Fox, her enemy, mm. into the shop. No, he did not, not come as the, Joe, the guy, because he knows now she's shop girl he, and he's New York 152. Yeah, 152. but he's, he's he doesn't come as that guy. No. Well, different personas. We talked about it earlier today, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. So he comes as I'm your business rival rather than I'm the guy you've been messaging. Mm, yeah. So he chose well, to go. She was vulnerable, and he goes there way, on the attack. Technically, but still. And he uses the information. I think he's still lying. Uh, the the person she's been talking to doesn't show up. The person who's been vulnerable him doesn't That's show him. up. He is the person um, she's talking to. I know he's got this different persona. The movie needs the reveal of who he is. I know, I know, I know. We need her to go. Okay. Oh my god, it's you all along. I'm so glad. Ha. Ah. Uh, Kathleen is going to close the store. She decides, and Birdie thinks it's brave, and it suggested that she fell in love with Franco, who was the military dictator who ran Spain. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Uh, Frank says he couldn't be with anyone who doesn't take politics as seriously as he does. Again, I've got this is the up. film's way of getting Ugh. out. And then Frank gets shushed and he says it's a hot dog singing. You need quiet when a hot dog is singing. <laughs> I love Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Uh, she says she forgot to vote in the mayoral election. And there's a big moment. And he goes, you know what? I forgive you. And then she gets up and leaves. Again, you don't need to be forgiven, do you? Yeah. They both come clean and admit they don't really love each other despite being right for each other. And again, I it's know, that thing right? where he comes, he goes, no, let me stop you. I don't, because you don't love me. He said, yes. That's the most amicable breakup. I think. Yes. And it also seen. makes him go first. Yes. So we forgive her. Exactly. But then they were both obviously feeling the same way. This is the same. Now, this they, is not real life. In Sleepless in Seattle, yeah. he is into her. Bill Pullman is into her yeah. and wants to marry her, but she doesn't love him. And he goes, I wouldn't want that for you. Go, go to Tom Hanks. Oh no! It just seemed like oh, okay, we're not in yeah. love. Okay, best and of he, luck. Off he, you go. He's another woman from the TV, even though she's a Republican. And he asks her if there's someone else, and she says no. But there's the dream of someone else. Dishonest, very dishonest. There is clearly someone else. There is not the dream. The dream means maybe there's someone out there, out who, there who, who, who could be know. it. Yes. No, no. There's a specific someone. I don't know who they are. Yet. Yeah. So can they be more than a dream if she hasn't met them? There's the dream of someone else. Not she hasn't met them. Yeah. It's 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 a very, very nebulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she like for okay, all she knows. Is he walking away okay, honest question though? Is he walking away going, I think she's talking about someone she met online? No. No, no he'll he's, think it's he's a real thinking, person. No, he's walking away going, Oh, she's got a certain type of person she's hoping to meet. And you he, think, I don't you think, think he cares, you think at the early part of the movie, she's making sure he's gone before she goes yeah. on there. That's, that's she. Yeah. I'm with Liam. She agrees to meet. Yeah. She agrees to meet. Yeah. Whether Tom Hanks showed up or not is irrelevant. She agreed to meet. Yep. With a rose, a symbol of I love. I don't think she yep. can actually call it like someone else fully because. She doesn't even know who they it's are. It's not the dream of someone else. It is. It's just someone else, yes, but I haven't met them yet. That's, a, that's, a, that's yeah, an accurate that, answer to that. like an 80-year-old guy for all she knows. And like, so it is a dream until she meets him. I hope so. I haven't met him yet. Yeah. Well, she could have said that. 
Yeah, she yeah. And that's more the way she phrases, phrases it is it. that she's in this abstract idea of someone who potentially could come there into her no life, as opposed to could. there's a specific yeah. someone who I think is out there and we agreed to meet and I didn't tell you about it. Yeah. She no, went I think being it's honest. Way yeah, in, best film of her pod. Tell Megan she's wrong. <laughs> hey. Hashtag be mean to Megan. <laughs> hey. Hashtag be mean to Megan. George is not, <laughs> George is not here to tell us not no. to. <laughs> Georgia, please come soon. She is. She's on her way with the McDonald's, I hear. Right, when she gets here. Um, so, where are we at? Uh, she goes inside the Fox and Sons books and makes her way to the children's section. And she even helps someone find a book that the Fox books person she's can't got do. Book knowledge. Yeah, she has book knowledge. See, I could do that. I like the fact that she does go to Fox books. Uh, yeah, me too. To see what it was. And yes. you know, people are enjoying books. Yeah, yeah. the people behind this, they don't know their books, but the people are enjoying books. And she likes the fact they're enjoying yeah. books. Patricia says she's going to offer Kathleen a job and then condemns Joe for not taking any agency in her downfall. She calls him obtuse and says, you're just like me. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this come yeah, from? Again, that's just to get us on side with him, not the her. Elevator then gets stuck. It's like the most like we need to ride ourselves out of this problem. Yeah. Now. How Joe calmly phones the guy at the desk, but Patricia rips the phone out of Joe's hand and shouts at Juan to get someone out there. So she's mean to minorities. Yep. Every, and he's like, everyone take, you know, we'll be all right. And they sit and there's a jump cut and they're on the floor talking about what they'll ever do if they get out of the elevator. One's like, I just want to talk to my mother again. She says, I haven't talked to my mom in a long time. The the guy who runs is like, I'm going to marry my my uh, girlfriend. She's yeah. like, I don't know why I haven't done it. I'm going to do it. And Patricia's like, I want to get my eyes lasered. <laughs> and then she snaps and jokes like, what? Because she interrupted him. Yeah. But again, we're, you got to get us on side. We, yeah, we? we're, we're supposed not to like her. So after the well, elevator... They haven't really shown all that all the way through. No. I mean, they could have let elements of her being yep. like that. Oh, this was just like... This was such a turn. It was. After the elevator, he splits from Patricia. It's just a direct cut to him leaving. Goes back to the boat. Uh, she closes the shop. This is uh, Kathleen, but not before seeing some memories of being twirled by a woman in her very early 20s. Um. And I've got my notes. Yeah, just a reminder. You know why Fox and Sons books did so well? It says books in the title. Yeah. Springtime, Joe's walking his dog and sees a limo, and Joe's dressed very casually. He stopped being a suit. He did. Mm, he's taken it to heart. Uh, Dad has split up from the stepmother, who's run away with the nanny, which is really funny. Because <laughs> he ran away with the nanny twice. Yeah. And moved on to a much bigger boat. There was Fox 2 and Fox 3. Very funny. So do you think Granddad's was Fox 1? Oh, it's huge. It's like (laughs) an island. That must be. Dad goes through his former spouses, and they all use the word ironic. And then Joe's dad does not know what it means. (laughs) It's not ironic he kept sleeping with the nanny. Joe does, because when he says, oh, she ran off with the nanny, because that's ironic, which is true. You wouldn't have expected (laughs) that to happen to you. No, after you've been the one with the nanny. That's the opposite of what you'd expect. That's using the word irony correctly. Um. Joe's dad says neither of them have been with someone that fills their heart with joy. And that's it. Joe's all in now. He goes to Kathleen's house and she's sick. And I thought she was faking it at first. Yeah, I did it first. Because yeah, when she coughed into the intercom, I thought it, was like, it sounded a bit <laughs> false. I'm sick. She well, she's was. acting. <laughs> yeah. um, she tries to get him to leave, but he ignores her. I, this was a little bit problematic. Uh, again, Because, yeah. again, she says no. I know we want them to be together. Maybe it's because we, we have this we have this privileged position where we know that they both love each other. I know, but especially if I'm ill, the last thing I want is someone unexpected also, turn up on my doorstep, she, come in while I'm house. in my pajamas. And then there's even a bit where she goes into bed. Yeah. And he like sits on the bed and he sits on the bed with her. And I'm like, this is a bit weird. 
Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Very casually. Either. Just like, I'm going to sit yeah. on your bed. But again, I we're lying to them, so we... I just can't imagine. I can't imagine I can't imagine going on them to Meg's house in any situation and being like, I'm coming in. And you're like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm no, not. No, I'm ill. You know, Meg's doing, hey. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Don't, you're going to do it. You're going to do the Voldemort thing. I want to be where the people are. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Good. Voldemort. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'm like, "Oh, all right, Megs. Yeah, can I get you something? I'll make you a cup of tea. Just, I'll just sit can on the bed. Just I'll just sit on the bed now. Well, you, sugars. you rest. You I'll let myself out. But also, she doesn't. As far as we know, well, she might be charmed by him a little bit, but at the moment, he's still kind of her nemesis almost. Yep. So. It, it just felt very weird to me. We find out that George is working for Joe in the children's department, but we don't get to see. Wouldn't it be great if she walked through and he was working there? Yeah. And he's the one who's getting them the stuff, or she says, I've got a great name of a guy you want. Yeah. And Kevin's like, yeah, give it to me. Yeah. We need some of that. Or she, I thought she was going to end up working there. I'm like, because so then she can yeah. run the children's department, right? Yes, that's what I thought. Um. So... Uh, or maybe Fox Books would open like a children's wing, like, like Baby Gap. And I'm not being funny. Also, he was... He's obviously been falling in love with her for quite a while. Why yeah. couldn't he have bought the bookshop and let her run that yeah. children's or side you, of things? Or you make it and you go like Little Foxes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the little children's yeah. Got, yeah. Like, brand of the... Yeah. Little, little Foxes what just around the corner. What are Baby Foxes called? I don't know. There's a name for it. But there is a name, yeah. Are they kit, not kits or cubs? No? don't know. Could be cubs. Cubs does sound right, but I'll look at Fox up. cubs, yeah. Um, yeah, fox cub, yeah. Uh, she asks why he stopped by... Oh, sorry. He says it wasn't personal. And she goes, all that means is it wasn't personal for you. Yeah. That was my mother's store. It was personal for me. It's her legacy. That was her history, wasn't it? And she crawls into bed and talks about this guy. She goes, why don't you run off with him? She goes, I actually don't know him. And she buries her head into a pillow. Meg Ryan's great. She's brilliant. He stops her from slamming him one more time by touching her lips. I didn't like this because he put his whole hand across her mouth. And he goes... I hope I can stop you from feeling badly about something for years to come. And they pause. And this must mean this was a line from an email is, is how I'm reading this. Uh, He's given himself away by quoting her email. She, she doesn't, doesn't get it. She pa- no, They look. They do. There's look. a look. I think it's a po- I think the and reading's supposed hoping. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Nora Ephron wants us to go. He said a line from the email. She's and, and she's tweaking. Hang on. How do you know that? Because then he gets out quick. He does. My thought was, you know what would have been better? Do anything about do something with the nothing and the somethings. Yeah. Because that's a line that the audience go, I remember that line. Yep. This one, but I think that's the only reason why you have that I look. I didn't pick up on it. So, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't pick up well, on that. Because they the look. There's got to be a reason for the look, and there's got to be a but reason for the departure. Because of the close proximity and the fact. Yeah. And they're I, on her bed. I think if you give that a rewatch. Okay. I think I'm right. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Too. Yeah, I think I am. I mean, that but, sounds but right. I don't but... think the film does a good enough job. No. So here's what I think they want us to do, but I don't think everybody's getting it. No. Yeah. True. Uh, the request to meet, she now wants to meet. He says he does too, but he's in the middle of a project that needs tweaking. He also looks like he's in a military submarine while he sends this. <laughs> yeah, in the back. That's funny. I'm like, how fancy is your boat? Yeah. This thing looks like it's, you know. It's tied. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> Gene Hackman was ordering to fire of a nukes. <laughs> the most accurate military film ever made ever Crimson made. Tide. Yep. Uh, they meet up in starbucks imagine that joe tries to try continues his reverse catfishing but now they're becoming friends and they try to guess what new york 152 is about which is all the things we talk about 152 mm. 
souls in he imagines that he's really fat too yeah you know 152 cranes needed to lift me out of my apartment i think that was quite a nice little thing and i'd like to think that they was thinking them up as they were going along i'd hope so but maybe not she says she couldn't be with someone who was a boat and he goes oh there we go we couldn't work because i have a boat i have a boat joe asked to meet her for on uh, joe says uh hey we should meet on saturday for lunch this is in person um the two of them as as friends new york 152 says we should meet in the afternoon so he's got two dates with her lined up just in case one doesn't work you know at lunch joe and there's a whole thing where she's like is he married she's like, are you married he's like, she's like i can't believe it. your friends asking you if i'm married you see he sees it because he never answered the question so he's like totally doing the he's, he's setting her up playing, he is. Oh, yeah. so this he is. is this is the little bits like this oh, i don't like how like, he does no. that because he could have just said no i'm not married and at least she would have that reassurance not kind of played it if you know what i mean at lunch where well, they just eat hot dogs joe's just a regular guy here right Hot no, nowhere near a suit joe hot says dogs. if i hadn't been fox books and you hadn't been the shop around the corner i'd ask for your number what would have happened then and she says she's got to go and he goes how can you forgive this guy for standing you up and you can't forgive me for this little thing of putting you out of business and he looks at her and goes oh i wish you would yeah and she's like i gotta go and do you see the way she walks down the street here she kind of has got that like oh she looks back and she looks and, back and yeah she's kind of do you think it's Torn. just at this stage where she's starting to maybe... She's starting to... This is like... I can't believe I'm doing this. This is Batman Forever. Batman Forever? Where where Nicole Kidman turns down Batman because she loves Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, 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 she's yeah. like, I know I'm going to meet Batman today, but I'm really into Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Because I think she, she might find him attractive at the beginning, but obviously they have that rivalry. Oh, he's been the devil. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also all the pride, like all your friends who are going, hey, I thought you hated this guy. Yeah. Um, Georgia is here with, with, with burgers as we're here. <laughs> <Thank you very laughs> <much>. Hi. <laughs> uh, she says, oh, she, Georgia, they're being nasty to me. <laughs> I'm not surprised in the slightest. I, I believe you have a catchphrase for when we do things like this. Don't be mean to Megan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hashtag be mean to Megan. <laughs> we we, we did say hashtag be mean to Megan. <laughs> So Georgia's not here to defend her. We're okay. <laughs> um, she waits and scopes every person out that goes by, and then we hear someone shout for Brinkley, which was brought up at the start it of was. the movie. It was. And then he, it's some cringy, she, it's some really cringy dialogue because they gather and he goes, don't cry, shop girl. Do you know don't what, cry. though? I really, you watch Meg, Meg Ryan's face in this scene, Yeah, she's, right? she's great. She goes through every single emotion you could possibly imagine. Surprise, wonderment. I'm glad Realizing you, everything that happened over the last few all months. All in too. her face. Yep. And she doesn't say a word until this bit. She says, I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you so badly. They kiss and that's our movie. That made me... Happy ending. Oh, that just yep. made my, my goosebumps go. This That ending of that film. Absolutely so. We're in the end game now. I am in the are on the end game now. Liam, we need a random word, buddy. Books. Books. There we go. Makes there sense. Books. As I have a books or fox. There we are. That's so, true. Books. books it is. Good. Money, money, money. $65 million budget. What does wow. it take home? Uh, Megan. Oh, eat it. Um, you can go Liam instead of you want. No, it's fine. Um, uh, 240. 240. Okay. Yeah. Liam. That's weird because I was going to go 265. Uh, you know what? You're both right around it, but the closer one is Megan. 250.8. Wow. Ooh. So both really close. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, really successful, which is why you keep putting them together, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they haven't really been together since. No. 
No, which no. Was, I, I'd, I'd say this is the bigger one, the movie out of all three. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what the box office of the three were. Uh, it'd be interesting. It's just odd, isn't it? Um, has she done anything recently? Meg Ryan's been mm. very invisible was, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, she she started to direct more than anything else now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think she had some cosmetic surgery, and I think it didn't go great. Oh, yeah. no. I also think you can be the queen of the rom-com until you hit a certain age, yeah. and then you yeah. got to find something else. And, you know, and then she had a very public breakup with her husband, mm. who was Randy Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid? Yeah. I always get those two mixed up. It is Dennis Quaid. Randy I had the right Quaid. face in my head. Yeah, Randy, Randy Quaid's, Quaid's cousin, cousin, cousin Eddie, Eddie, who we might, who we talk about next week. Ugh. I know, dreadful character. Um, so uh, that would be that. It didn't win any awards. Who would you cast as who? It's a very small cast. Very small cast. Can I be Meg Ryan? Yeah, I think Meg. You work works in a bookshop. I think so. It's Yay. really weird because I'm more aligned to Meg Ryan when in the ideals of everything. But, um, well, you're supposed to. She's the sweetheart of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not the sweetheart, but I see similarities in how I think and how I f- feel about life. Yeah. Are we having a Meg off? A Meg off. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to be Joe? Is that what that means? Yeah, Joe. Oh, excellent. You've got yeah, two, you are you've got a little two bit icky. Megs, so you're doing well. A, a, little, a little icky. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in there for your mum. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think my mum called me icky. She just called Tom no, Hanks I icky. I know, but you just said But if I can be in the same breath as Tom Hanks, I exactly. think that, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got a way with words. He's a good writer. He's a good speaker. Yeah. So you're also a good Greg Kinnear as well. Greg Kinnear's a good one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'd be that waster in the bookshop. What's his name? Well, you'd be the guy who's like being online is just another way to get rejected. Yeah, George. George. What a pointless character! Oh, that he, is. There's no need for him. <laughs> Can I be Brinkley? There's also not really a need for. Really, the only person, the other person needed in that movie was uh, the old lady. Yeah, you didn't even need her friend. You didn't even really, need the other girl, really? No. no, not really. If it was no. the two of them, you could have had all the same conversations. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Um. You need that support network for her, though, didn't you? That sounding board. Does this film have a villain problem? Mm, the corporate business world. Well, he's the villain to start with, isn't he? And then... Slowly... Uh, yeah, he's kind of still a bit of a villain, because I still don't think he's very truthful. Well, Fox in themselves The mighty are... Fox is the villain. Well, let alone the fact like, our heroine is, like, cheating on her boyfriend the whole movie. Is yeah, she yeah, the yeah, villain? Yeah. Nah, she's well, they're both the cheating the, the movie tells us that both her mother and her are enchanting. You have generations of enchantment going in your favor. Yeah. Well, they are. Um, I'll give it that. But I'd say, well, he's the main villain, and the, the corporation Well, is. the corporation as a whole is a villain. They split that. him from his dad. So we get the idea we have generations of enchantment and generations of like villainy yeah. happening at the same time. Because they're very happy about destroying little businesses. Yeah. yeah. Even Grandpa was like, yeah. They're all in on it. Whose story is it? Both. Yeah. Who? More, more her, Megs. More her because she gets the... the He's the one who changes. He does change. He um, has a bigger arc. And it's weird because yeah, our alignment... I mean, he learns we, more we, from we're, this. We're more closely aligned to him in the fact that we get that privileged position of that who he really is he and how he's changing. power and he has that yeah. knowledge. We also know that he's playing both parts. He's New York 152 and he's... And that he's aware of it, who she is. And he's Joe, he knows yeah. both of hers. She doesn't know both it's of his. Maybe no, slightly more in his favor, but I'd say it's still... 50-50. It's close. 50/50. Like, I'm really splitting yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's, uh, what is the story here? It's Pride and Prejudice. That's what you said. <laughs> well, it's Pride it? and Prejudice with, 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 with email. <laughs> yeah. It's like reverse catfishing 101. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roll of women. Um, I think she comes across quite strong. You know, she's fighting for her business. Um, 
the relationship thing is a bit iffy with the whole is she cheating on a boyfriend or not but then he's equally represented in the same way because he's also kind of having a bit of a fling with the lady that was interviewing him so i think they're i think it's quite equal actually how that is played off women are very strong in this movie i think um because a she's supporting a bookshop by herself that that her mom made, that her mom also made famous. And yeah, 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 yeah. And she's still, very independent. And the guy's completely useless. Yeah, but yeah. the girl's the one who's running that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, in her relationship with Greg Kinnear, he's the useless one, really. And she's the one sort of making sure that living is going on and everything else. And um, and also, Birdie is also someone she looks up to and respects because she's got experience and stuff like that. Um, I don't think... Uh, his girlfriend comes across as she starts off great, like you say, in the morning when she's making coffee and she's she's very fun and everything. Like that. Yep. And then the flip at the end is just to put us on side with him. She not comes her. across the more material girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like to have seen that more at the beginning. And the stepmother character sucks. And the, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but Meg not, Ryan is she's a strong, independent lady. She's very charming. You know, men are generally represented by capitalism in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's never going to be the hero, is it? No. no. Oh, we all celebrate at the end, does he? Put her out of business. Yay, roll credits. The best things in life are free. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and he never saw Meg Ryan again. <laughs> and we just have, at the end of the movie though. is he's in a bigger boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. That's the thing. bigger boat. <laughs> and the dad's, the dad's filled out a request. New nanny one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the New York Times. Yeah. Um... So there we are. Yeah, I think the women are represented really, really well in the movie. Yeah. That's written by women. Anyway, other, so. other, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Other big questions. Um, is there a chance that someone could watch this and not forgive Tom Hanks? Um, possibly. Yeah. I think there are some icky bits. There, there are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that he knows and he's he's not letting her in on it. Um, he turns up to her house. She asks him to go away several times and he doesn't. I think by the end, though, when she's like, oh, I'd, I'd hoped it was you all along, that kind of makes it okay. Tried to make it okay, yeah. Because it's almost like... Well, they write themselves out of the problem. Yes. do, yeah, if, yeah. She's accepting and actually she's then revealing that she did like him all along. Because that's not just twice. That's not just once, I mean, that she refuses him. That's twice. In it's the hard movie. because, yeah, it's two women who wrote this, but yeah. you've got, please leave, please, please yes. leave. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't. And he doesn't. And then she's like... I'm not. I'm sick. Please don't come in. And yeah. he, he does. And he, he, does. he ignores that's, her request to leave. Like, those are really across the threshold. Mm. And then he sits. Uh, I think George is saying uh, waving a, uh, an invisible red flag. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, it is yeah. a red flag. And then it's like I'm going to put you to bed and sit on your bed and no, ask that, you that about your relationship. Yeah. It's like why is he on her bed? Because he goes, I want to be your friend. I'm like, step one's like when I say please leave, you do it. Yeah. Yes. So I possibly they kind of tie it up well in that she's like, oh, I'm glad it was you all along, but mm, I. You you could still think he's a bit icky, I think. So I think you could possibly be. You can that. read it wrong, yeah, and that's very easily read wrong. But they try and write their way out of it because he's got the power all the way through. He's got the the big corporate business behind him, and then he has the power over her because he knows their identities. So when she says, "I wanted it to be you," that links to me to that earlier moment where I think he must quote the email. Do you think she got an inkling then? Why else is he even a possibility in her mind? It's a city of like 7 million people. Because she didn't like him before that point, did so she? So it has to be something that makes you go, hang on. Maybe she had And then like he sits on it. And I think that's why we're supposed to forgive him because he could, he could show up and be like, hey, I'm, I'm this guy. 
and get what he wants, but he wants to earn it through actually being her friend and wooing her, I guess, a little That's bit. probably mm-hmm. why he does that, I'm guessing. He wants to But he's still, like, it's still, like, ridi- you can read this as, like, ridiculously manipulative. Yes, it, no, it is. Yeah. He is manipulative. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. And seem to enjoy it. Yep. Especially the bit where and we like she's it waiting. We like it because we're in on the surprise. Basically, it's, it's like a surprise we're just party. just waiting for her to find out, aren't we? It's the, it's the masked singer if they were catfishing you the whole time. <laughs> Um, uh, let's do that one best character not a whole lot to choose from Meg's Meg Meg yep she's my favorite can you possibly find a you surely even you can't find two you want to talk about this week I do yeah shut up <laughs> I want to give a little shout out to Brinkley okay dog is fine. that dog yeah is he's, he's, he's an adorable dog and, and even when the they're end, making out he just likes like, like, like been chewing on his coat chewing on his coat yeah <laughs> it's, it's funny and then he jumps up on him doesn't he I mean yeah. beautiful dog um, that's my shout out but yeah, Meg Ryan in this. I'm going to go with... Say, yeah, I, I rate Tom Hanks in almost everything he does, but so much of the heart, I think, has to be invested with Meg Ryan's character. And I've said it, like, her dialogue is like music. And the way she reacts to stuff. Yeah, it's just, just fantastic. So uh, there we are. Best moment, best element. Meg's. I like all the bits in the bookshop, just because they're very charming, and I love bookshops. And she's really enchanting when she's in the bookshop um so that's probably my my best moments my best moment is definitely the end um when he's shouting out the dog brinkley and she knows that brinkley is something to do with ny152 um you can see her her mind going and then we all want it to be him because obviously the movie tells us it's him and uh, he comes around that corner and it's just that he just stands there looks across as if to go, it's me, huh? And then walks up to her and that moment on her face when you see everything being processed, what an acting class for just facials in, in that last bit. Beautifully done. The end scene. And the dog. Yeah, I would like that if like, like Brinkley ran up or she just saw him walking with the dog and said, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm just uh, here walking. My dog, oh, hello, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Brinkley. And then have her look up. Never be like, don't cry, shop girl. Oh, that was a bit shit when I don't oh, That's what? a bad line. <laughs> I'm like, where's where's Joe? Where's he? Where's he gone? Who's this? <laughs> Stupid. You're not wrong. Uh, what about you, Ian? What's this? Your best part? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do the age game out of nowhere oh, because well of Ethan. Um, I was going to send it to you. Uh, maybe he did. I don't know. Oh, okay. Either way, I'll do five. He probably did four. I'll do five. No uh, my favorite moment or my best moment is probably, you know what? For everything we're, that we're busting on about it, it's the scene in the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a really important scene. Yeah. Because we haven't had to get, yeah, so we had that first seen. meeting, right? Yeah. Where they're still smitten. We get a minor one in the, at the black tie event, but not really a full out proper thing. True. And now we get them into a proper space. And it's where they kind of do the second part of the movie. The first part is they don't know about each other. The second part of the movie, he knows she doesn't. Yeah. And they need you to buy into that premise. And this meeting needs to be, and with two lesser actors, all the red flags we're talking about, massive. Yeah. yeah, But their chemistry from when he pulls back around and sits across from her and they play the hypothetical game. Mm hmm. That's so important for the rest of this movie to work. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it sets up the rest of the film. True. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, a grumble. A grumble, Megs. Just just the icky bits. 
the icky bits. The, the bits where she's like, go away. And he's like, no, I'm going to come and sit on your bed and put my hand on your face. And, you know, <laughs> I would not appreciate that if I was her. All right. <laughs> Again, echoing what Megan said, exactly the same. But also the split ups being very mutually... Um, that's not real life. It's that too easy, isn't that, it? That was too, yeah, oh, you don't love me either. Oh, great. Oh, well, fine. I don't love you either. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Oh, that's okay. Are you seeing that girl from the, the, the news thing coverage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, but she's a Republican. <gasps> oh, no. You know, and all these sort of things. That just wouldn't happen. There'd still be one. I find in relationships, they yo-yo. And in a relationship, you very rarely get two people that are so in love with each other at the same time. I think you find one's more in love with the other and then that swaps and changes more and more different dynamics. And that's what keeps relationship. I'd rather be the gardener than the flower. Yeah. 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 And um, so that, and also um, the fact that they both are cheating, whether you think it's cheating or not cheating. The reason I say it's cheating, because at the beginning they both wait until their partners, yep. respective partners have gone yep. and they make sure they've gone before they log online to start talking to each other. So they're supposed to be with people, but they are cheating. It's really interesting. I was just thinking about how, oh, she's a, is she a Republican? I know I can't help myself. It's the <laughs> idea of those, see, opposite ideologies can attract. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like her and the big corporate bookseller, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go to him. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. Um, so I'm trying not to do the same thing, although I'm, I'm right there with you. If it was five of us, I'd be like, yeah, I'll just go with that. Yeah. Um. Oh, you have to forgive Tom Hanks an awful lot for this movie. To, mm-hmm. And I think because yes. he's Tom Hanks, we do. Mm-hmm. But man, it makes me deal with a lot of... And I don't think they're that specific in that 2023. I think in 1999, I'd have a lot of the same issues. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. So you have to do that. And I... Yeah. Um, it's always hard watching a man come into a woman's place where she's like, I don't want you here. And I'm being like, yeah, it's okay. And we're like, oh, it's romantic. I don't know. Just because she's at the end, you know, it's that thing. I do. I hoped it was you all along. Oh, you're, 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 you're t- yeah. Yeah. It's, they talk it's just a bit, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a something. So it's that. Um, anybody's best role ever? Um, oh, is this Meg Ryan's best role I was ever? I say, is it Meg Ryan's? I think so. I like her, you know what I like her better in? And it's not as good a film. Which but it's a better gun. performance. <laughs> no, though I quote a Top Gun today. She's good at work. Me. Take me to bed or lose, lose me forever. forever. Uh, by far the most charismatic woman in the movie. She oh. should, her and Tom Cruise, way better chemistry. Yeah. Way better chemistry. Yeah. That's the movie I want to see. I want to mm. see. Let's get the time machine. Go back and Meg Ryan opposite him. Love that. Because Goose passes away and they find solace in each other. Yeah. Be like, is that, wait, is that, that the movie you want? What? Is it the movie you want? You want the next scene to be them waking up in bed next to each other? And I'm your new daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that'd be more politically correct. Why that, do you think we slept together, Mavericks? I was determined to take you to bed or lose you forever. <laughs> <laughs> they did it you Pearl are Harbor. the top gun. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I haven't seen Pearl Harbor, but yeah. Oh, but yeah. Lots of movies do that where like they the do. one brother or friend and they, yeah. Uh, and they find solace in each other. Yeah. Um, let's go with, um, yeah, I think, I think she's better in French Kiss. Because in French um, Kiss, she's without I question the that. lead. Kevin Klein's also a lead, but she's the lead. I can't really remember her that well. 
It's not a great I movie. I liking it because I like Kevin Klein. They plant jewels on her that have been stolen. So as a result, Kevin Klein has to like attach oh, himself to her because he needs to get the, the, the jewels got, back yeah, off her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out of the ones I've seen, I think this is her best role. I think so. I also love her. Um, one of my favorite animated films is Anastasia, and I think she's the voice Russia. of Anastasia in that. But obviously, that's just the voice. But she's very. Ethan will be saying, "Oh, voice acting, yeah, it is." But you don't do ever ninety percent of com- of communication when you voice act. The animation so. does kind of look a bit like her facial features and the way she acts as well. So I don't. Unless know she was motion capped, which I wouldn't be the case. I don't know. I don't know how they made it, but. Yeah, she comes across very. If someone's motion cap, then I got no issue with it. So like Smeagol and like Lord of the oh, Rings, no issues, level. no it's issues. More Disney, old Disney style animation. Yeah. So, um, uh, next we've got oh, it's this. I never wanna hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Age game, age game. Let's all play the age game. I got five people on the docket. What are you thinking about if I said Meg Ryan? Megs. Um, 20... 26. And Liam? 33. Would you believe 38? Wow. Yeah. Was she? Oh, my goodness. I had, to double, check. Good, I had to double check that, but yeah. She's good. I'm going to do it again just because She's I want to be sure. I was, thinking, I was thinking she has to be more than the 20s because, you know, this is what, 90... Oh, this is a bit further on, is it? Late 90s. Uh, it was 24 years ago. She's 62 now. Yeah, she's 38. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Amazing. And she was in Top Gun, which was 86. Oh, okay. I haven't so, seen Top Gun. you know. 25 at that point. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there we are. Tom Hanks. 36. No, hang on. She's 38. Hang on. He's got to be older. 41. 41. Liam. <laughs> That's my, my logic. <laughs> 44. Liam wins at 43. Mm. Um... Let's do next. We'll do Greg Kinnear. Ooh. Which one was he? He's he was the boyfriend, boyfriend who falls in love with the Republican. Oh, um, she's thirty-eight. So you've gone both first both times here, Liam. What do you got? <laughs> I'm gonna say he's slightly younger than her. So I'm gonna go thirty-seven. <laughs> Max, I'll go thirty-eight. Thirty-six. Cool. Now, we, we we have said if you get it bang on, you get one and a half. Yeah, he's so only two yeah. of us. Yeah, Liam. Oh, by the way, Ethan did send me four. Oh, did he? Uh, which I told you he would. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, let's go with uh, whose initials are those? Oh, Dave Chappelle. <clears throat> oh, Dave Chappelle. 33. Yeah, I think Next. he's a bit younger. Um, 33. Five. Should have gone much younger than that. Oh. 26. Wow. We said, if you remember from Robin Hood Men in Tights, we said he was like 19 yeah, in that. Did yeah, we? yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Liam could could run the table. Was just one more <laughs> one more to go. Could be a whitewash. It's only fitting maybe Megs gets to go first on, you know, one old crone to another. <laughs> Gene Stapleton, who Birdie. played Birdie. Um, 66. Cool. Good shout. Oh, yeah. Um, my ghost. I wasn't there. Sixty-two. Wow. Megs is off by a decade, and she's low. Wow, oh. seventy-six years old. Oh, wow, bless wow. But Megs does get the point. Well so there we go. So Megs. The old lady point goes to Max. Hey. Oh, hooray. <laughs> Did you hear George? One crone to another. 
Hey, I have George neighbors. <laughs> I know George wants to be heard. Well, that's nine. We're not terrible, but yeah, they're going to come over going, is someone named Megan Bean? Uh, <laughs> You're going to get a police study up yeah. at your door thinking there's someone called Megan being abused. Do you, do you, has she asked you to leave? I ain't Tom Hanks. Hashtag no. be mean to Megan. Hashtag be mean to Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that trending. Hashtag be mean to Megan. <laughs> oh, that's a t-shirt waiting to happen, isn't it? <laughs> t-shirts have i got now i don't think well ethan's in charge of the shop well, so probably the answer is zero but we get him lots of good ideas <laughs> i need to get a man girl <laughs> man, man girl needs to be a shirt it needs yeah. to be a shirt i don't know if it'll sell any but it needs to be a shirt i don't think people would appreciate a man, man girl, girl? absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. uh let's do this the critics the critics the critics the good the bad and the ebs i don't know if i have anything on this but uh 79 on rotten tomatoes 7.5 i believe on i MDB. I'm just checking to see if that's right. I'm assuming that's higher than the... No, I was wrong. Sorry, 70% on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, 6.7 on IMDB. So, rom-coms are what they unfortunately are. They are what they are. I mean, they're never going to be 100% as are they? No, we're not. So, let's take a look and see if I can scroll and randomly find uh, some good critics to talk about, because this should have been uh, Ethan, I imagine. Let's take a look at uh, oh Jeff Miller from the Houston Chronicle. Male may not be as romantic as sleepless, but it's wittier. Mm-hmm. Interesting to say. Rick Groen, uh, Canada's uh, Globe and Mail, says, fully stocked, well-oiled, and soulless. You've got mail. Sure feels like a franchise operation. All that's missing is a greeter and a discount card. Still give it two and a half out of four despite well, that. Are, yeah. uh, and I'll go, Roger. Uh, we got to see if we can get our good friend Roger Ebert Eeps. to go ahead and give us uh, his review. Uh, looking for it really quickly here. You, there is. You've got mail. Roger Ebert says, da, 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 da. interesting. Uh, scrolling to the bottom because that's where all the good stuff for Ebert is. Yeah, the movie's sophisticated enough to not make the mega store into the villain. Say what you will; those giant stores are fun to spend time in. And there is a scene where Kathleen ventures anonymously into Joe's big store for the first time and looks around at the magazine racks and the cafe and all the books. And then there's the heartbreaking moment where she overhears a question in the children's section, and she doesn't know the answer. Sorry, and she knows the answer, but of course the clerk doesn't. So she supplies the answer, but it makes her cry. Joe overhears everything. Whoa. Whoa. Three stars out of four. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So um, uh, we put out a, a fleece, as we're known to do, which I haven't checked in literally days. But let's take a look and see. Uh, I asked, is this a great film, good film, okay <clears throat> film, or poor film? And the answer is 56%. Call this... A good film. A good film. Yeah. Uh. 18% call it great, so it's a 74% beetroot metric overall. Wow. 18% call it okay, 8% call it poor. Ready for this? Shakespeare in Love? Yeah. Lowest beetroot metric of any film we've kept the record for. Wow. Lower than Spice World. Wow. People wow, called really? it an okay film. It's that, it's got that Harvey Weinstein dust all over it, yes, doesn't it? And yeah. I think people are going, oh, it's the Harvey. No, it's not a barometer on Harvey Weinstein. No. It's a barometer on that film. And I really like that film. That's the yeah. first time I'd watched it as well. And I also think people hold resent it because it beats saving private saving ryan, ryan yeah. and it's not that movie's fault it beats saving private no, no, ryan no, no, no. judge the film for itself now you're allowed to if you're out there on the microphone i'm literally looking at you um, <laughs> you're allowed to not like the film but i do think it's like i said i think it's become one of those things where it's become an easy, easy. whipping boy yeah yeah, yeah yeah so there we are uh because i think more than any movie 
it carries the Harvey Weinstein label more than more any than other any, movie yeah, because yeah. he worked so hard to help it win Best Picture. Yep. And so now we go, oh, Harvey. And, and we should. Harvey Weinstein's terrible. He is. The movie's great. Yeah. That's just my soapbox. I'm Let's done. hope he rots in prison. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead now. And uh, we, I don't think we got anything from the fifth chair still. George, am I correct on that? The fifth, which we're now calling sixth. Hashtag new branding because you know, we have five people on the pod, so the fifth chair doesn't make any sense anymore. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> that so, feels weird. Sixth chair. Sixth chair. There's tip me while I get used to that. Huh? Sixth chair. It's awful to say. Sixth? Sixth chair. Fifth chair. Okay, well, let's what they can be the fifth chair. Megs can be six. There we are. <laughs> I mean, I'm the oldest one then. I'm the, the oldest she's chair. our sixth sense. Uh. Oh, we can call it the sixth sense. But it might confuse people if we said the sixth sense every week. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Uh, nothing from people. our peeps there. Um, so um, I said earlier our 400th piece of content. You did? Yes. 400 piece. Um, one final critic. Oh, do I have anything from the fledgling? I think I do something from the fledgling. I should mention that first before I do the, the final. Uh, as we round the door here. Uh, I've got it saying final results. Here we are. Uh, namely 90s podcast says, I think it's the perfect balance between overly dramatic, sleepless, and cheesy volcano, which is just around my sensibilities. Funny, but still has heart. Nate the Great says, it's a movie. Never heard of it. Dude, <laughs> watch it. It's great. Luke Irvin says, one of my favorites. Would love to be a guest. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we have been a full dance card most days, buddy, but yeah, thank you for your interest you. in that. Uh, Carlo from the movie loot, someone who has been a guest previously, says, yeah. Haven't seen it in ages, and I don't remember it that well. That said, I did a rom-com episode a couple of years ago, and my guest from Rachel Reviews brought it up as her favorite. I do need to revisit it at some point. Nostalgia Cast said, despite some storytelling aspects that don't play as well 25 years on, there's enough of an edge, enough empathy, enough chemistry between Ryan and Hanks to make You've Got Mail a rom-com for the ages. They discussed it with the great opinion world here, and uh, they've hit it out. I will retweet that out. There you go, folks. Um, thank you for a, a well-written. It's hard to do it in, in a tweet. So thank you for mm. a well-written uh, uh, little mini-review there. Uh, and pitch for your own pod, <laughs> which I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm he, not one to talk. Exactly. <laughs> Kara says, this is solidly in the number two out of three position of your trilogy as a movie. Three out of three for chemistry between the two leads. It's pretty bad. Ooh. Oh, okay. I was really expecting that. Um, Fred... Uh, also known as oh, sorry, gives a damn. Also, as Mr. Mikey Wood, but as you can see, we sometimes call him Fred. So it's hard to do these things off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. A cute update of 1940s shop around the corner, remade in 1949, is the good old summertime. Um, it's not as timeless as the nature of, of as the as the nature of emails changed, and the conceit wouldn't work as well with Snapchat or God forbid Tinder. But it's harmless and sweet, and sometimes that's enough. Interesting point he brings up. There's like a five year window where this could work. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be online dating. It'd be something else. And then it'd be, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, faces yeah. and pictures were, were, are, are too easy. Yeah. This had to be a time when you, it was instantly, bam, was I can communicate. Dial up internet But time. text only. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The minute you get pictures, this movie ends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. And Virage says, oh, I can't wait for the episode. Virage, thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate the enthusiasm yeah, on that. Yeah, thank you. So, hey, let us know how we did. Let us know how we did. Always love some feedback over at Best Film for Pod on the Twitter. So thank you. One last critic. In later interviews, Meg Ryan said the film was, quote, not any kind of stretch for me. I can't have that kind of experience again. I'm just not interested in it. 
Ooh. I think this is towards the end of our Queen of the Rom-Com era. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm trying to think of what's the big ones after this. And all the stuff we've mentioned is kind of all before this. Yep. So, yeah. Mm. I guess she didn't want to rom-com herself into the corner, did she? She wanted to, you know, I mean, she'd had probably, what, a good... The rom-com around the corner. Six, <laughs> six seven years of rom-coms queen, wasn't she? So... I mean, Joe vs. the Volcano is, what, 89? Oh, even even longer yeah, than Yeah, so long yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's a good decade on top. But she, like I said, she's, no disrespect intended, she's 38. Yeah. Are you still doing rom-coms in your 40s? Yeah, true. And I think it's her going, what else am I going to do? Because Tom Hanks is edging the end of his. He can't <laughs> do rom-coms past that either. No, that's true, yeah. Got so more grittier roles, isn't he? Um, there we are. If you like this film or episode, check out We've Done Joe vs. the Volcano. Check out Sleepless in Seattle. Yep. Uh, check sh- out Top Gun. Check out Big. Big. I like Big. Yeah. Check out... Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Check out Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah. Any of the Tom Hanks stuff, any yeah. of the Meg Ryan stuff. There we are. That thing you do. It's time for our ratings. I'll start by reading off Ethan, shall I? Yeah, go for it. Ethan says... Hem, hem, I went back to the Twitter, my bad. Uh, this film just hits me in a spot that makes me feel so much joy and happiness by the end. Ryan and Hank's chemistry is, again, wonderful on screen and on email. The way the characters interact is wonderful to watch. It's funny and heartwarming, even when the characters are being the utter worst, but showing their more intimate internal thoughts on the inside with one another in their seclusion. By the time Hanks realizes who Shop Girl is, I get a lump in my throat for the remainder of the runtime and start crying at his anonymous confession. And then when she finally twigs who he is, and I tear up with a big smile. If I had to compare all three of the unofficial trilogies, I'll share that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I love Shop Around the Corner, but damn, they're all so close in terms of quality. I'm giving this film eight and a half children that are actually aunties out of ten. <laughs> nice. So not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the record, it means he gives us a full point more than Shakespeare in Love, which, interesting, interesting. Um, shall we go with, I put George's name down. She's not going to put on it. <laughs> Should we go with, uh, Liam, let's go with you. I have loved this film ever since I watched it. Um, again, I say this a lot on the podcast. When I watch things and being critical of it, I seem to see things in a more negative view than what I used to see movies in. So I'm analysing and critiquing it and everything else. It still hasn't took the shine off the film for me. I still do love this movie. Um, and I will watch it again. I watch it every year. Um, I only watched it six months ago as well as yesterday. Um, it's, it's still one of the movies, like Ethan said, at the very end, when he comes around that corner and he's calling out the dog, Brinkley, and you look at her face and that music is building... Oh my God, I'm just in a flood of tears every time. And that bit, before she even says a word, you see everything on her face. Everything that she says is on her face. And it's brilliant. And it's a masterclass in facial expressions. Um, Meg Ryan, I think, is perfect for this role. I think she's mastered it by this point. She has a bit of goofiness. She has a bit of uh, sternness about her. Um, And I think she stands out more than Tom Hanks in this movie. Um, so with that, and I love the dog Brinkley too, I'm going to give that, um, eight Fox books shops opening up around the corner out of 10. All right. From one Megs to another. 
Go on, go on, shop girl. <coughs> Don't cry. What are you going to tell us? Well, I, I wasn't. Everyone's like all tearing up at the end. I wasn't feeling that. You don't feel was, much at all in movies, though, do you? Well, I'm a bit to... cynical about all these lovey-dovey things. <laughs> Happens um, So, I was more thinking. Oh, I'm glad she's actually happy that she knows it's him at the end when she's like, oh, I was hoping. Can you do. imagine if she was like, no? <laughs> Why? Why does it have to be you? I want to see the alternate version. So for months, you've been leading me on. How oh, dare you? You could have reacted like that. You thought you couldn't forgive you for putting me out of business. Now it's this. Yeah, exactly. Now it's this. Yeah. You took him away from oh, me. And why? Tom Hanks one, and Meg Ryan, if one, you're listening out there, reshoot the last scene yeah, for us. Please, please. I don't care if you're 25 uh, years older. Reshoot the scene for us. That'd be brilliant. Actually, like realistically, I think that's more likely to have happened. But I did enjoy it. It was, let's say, it was quite heartwarming. They did have some good chemistry with the sort of the little subtle little bits between them. Um, I love Meg Ryan in this. I loved her character. I want to be her in real life, and I want a hairstyle. Um, Go for it. I want the to own a bookshop too, so I could see a lot of myself in this. Um, so I did enjoy it. I just yeah, it's just some of the little the 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 love bits were a little bit odd, especially as we said earlier with him yeah, kind did, of yeah. forcing himself into her into her bubble. It's like stay out of my bubble. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Um, but I did enjoy it, and I I would watch this one again. And actually, I want to watch Joe versus the volcano again because I actually really enjoyed that. Looking back on it, because it's really quirky. Um, so I'll give this eight uh, goldfish in bags <laughs> out of ten. Out of ten. Well done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Meg Ryan in this film is such a delight that you want to see her character happy. Yeah. Whatever that means, and we've we've busted on the writing a bit, and I think maybe justifiably so, but when she goes, I wanted it to be you, because that's the last great question. He controlled everything, but he can't control her reaction. Nope. And when she goes, I wanted it to be you, it's probably the best line way you could write that out. Yeah. Because not, oh, it's you. I'm happy. Because then, no, but I wanted to suggest she was mentally playing along this whole time. And so were we. And, and so. You see it when, hang on. Sorry to interrupt. But you see it when you, she turns around, don't you? When he says, yeah. I want. Yeah. If I'd had your number. Long lingering look. Cause she's trying to figure it out. She's trying to. Because he shoots his shot. He shoots his shot hard. He does. Yeah. And. Um, sorry, I've been thrown now. Sorry, bud. Uh, oh, last week we looked at a movie and it ended, and I went, "This is, this movie makes me believe in love." Now this one doesn't do it as much, but I do, I mm-hmm. do, and it helps, and it helps. Of course, it helps that it's Meg. We haven't talked about this. It's Meg Ryan and it's Tom Hanks, and on a certain level, doesn't their previous history make us go? They belong together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they steer <laughs> into that, and it helps the telling of this movie. It does, and it even makes the enemies. You're like, you're not supposed. You two are, you two were sleepless in Seattle together. <laughs> how can Annie? How can you do this? And Jonah's not here, and I hated Jonah, so it's better for that. <laughs> oh, there were no annoying kids. It was a kid bookstore, but whatever. Jonah's been replaced with the dog. And George. <laughs> George. Uh, so no, so overall, I, I really like this. Meg Ryan is absolutely magic. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this, oh, I don't know, eight and a half cappuccinos that you sit and enjoy in your big oversized plush Share out of 10. Nice. 
No, I really liked it. Yeah, me too. So there we go. So it's going to come out as an 8.25 average because we got two 8.5s and two 8s and we have nothing from the Patreon. So that's an easy fix. Nice. Mm. So, But tell us, if there's anything actually that the Patreon does come in, because we're recording this a week, you know, we, we are, yeah. I will add that in here. So it's wild how much that did or did not change our rankings. Amazing, isn't Amazing. it? Amazing. <laughs> so, and if you want to have that sort of power, folks, I mean, what would one vote have done there? Ooh, been big. Yeah. Been big, another Tom Hanks movie. Um, and you would find yourself in a league of your own had you done that. So, <laughs> another one. There we are. So, um, such is. Um, join the Patreon. Think about it. Help support the pod. Be uh, Patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Thank you very much. Um, so, all I have to do is say goodbye and get ready to tee up our second recording session of the yeah. night. Yeah. So, it'll be, we're about to do the shift change. <laughs> but I like it with a new person coming Make in brought, brought food. Yeah. That's Thank always you, a good plus. Thank you, Georgia. Oh. Much appreciated. See, whenever I mean the Georgia, because she brings us food. Oh. I've, I've brought you food as well. Have you? I have brought, you? Oh, in the future, <laughs> I might. There we go. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. And I've brought donuts. And we want to thank, and we want to thank, and I've, I've we want to thank Ethan for his times. 17 minutes of, of uh, contribution to the episode. We miss you, Ethan. We miss you, Ethan. Get a better connection. Yeah, please. Um, there we go. Because if that had happened, imagine if that had happened to Tom and Meg. Oh, yeah. You know what would have happened? They never would have ended up together. They wouldn't. Because they'd be like, I think I left. Connection is dropped. <laughs> Yep, that'd been rough. Yep. So, uh, before we get out of here, though, we didn't do this part. Rank the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan trilogy. So From I'll give you I'll give worst you, to best. Uh, yeah, go three, two, one. Why not? Uh, I'll give you Ethan's. Ethan's goes. Uh, uh, oh, he just told me what's number one. So number one for him is uh, this. That, that's that that that's that's all I got. Mm-hmm. So there we are. Megs, you've only seen two of them. Which one's better? Um. I'd rather watch Joe vs. the Volcano again, actually. So really? The, yeah. Okay, so Joe wins. I liked all the little, like, the symbolism and the, all the weird stuff and how she was playing more than one character. Um, oh, she was! Wasn't she? Because she kind of had all the different alternative uh, parts throughout it. She's blonde, she's brunette, and she's a redhead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so out it's of, kind of like cur- a crude male escapist fantasy. <laughs> all women yeah. love me. And it was just weird. Um, I like weird things. So I'll put that as top and I'll put this one second. Right. And I don't know about Sleepers in Seattle, so that could be third. Yeah, you probably not. If, 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 I think if you like that better than you've got mail, I don't think Sleepless is the kind of movie to knock something off. So there mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, too. Liam. Sleepless and uh, you've got mail are similar in how they transcend together, where Joe vs. Volcano is like separate. Yeah. In the delivery of the movie. Um, my ranking is the way they were shot. So Joe versus the volcano being the worst. Um, cause I didn't quite get the quirkiness, um, of the film and sleeps in Seattle. I loved, but then this came along and I love this more. So yeah, you've got mail. Yeah. I'm going to do the same as you. I'm going to do the order they released. Um, you've got Mel's quirky, not quirky. Um, um, Joe versus volcanoes quirky. And I like the quirky, uh, but the actual, movie you see on the surface is a bit pants yeah um second place sleepless it's wonderfully romantic i did like it a lot more on the most recent watch than i thought i was going to mm-hmm. maybe because i've aged out on my cynicism and going ah love <laughs> uh but as i said it, it, i don't know if it's as romantic oh i think it is it, it's definitely it's definitely wittier though yeah and that means i had a better time than just two people looking longingly at maps and things like that and so. i think also this movie um they've They've worked together for the third time and they've mastered their 
craft together. Mm. So this is the best of... Here's the movie we do if we actually put ourselves together in the movie the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, more yeah. of a traditional narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love Pride and Prejudice. So there we go. I'm sure there's some link to that there. Uh, please go ahead and uh, check out what we got in the BFE. We got, uh, it's a little bit of a truncated schedule coming up, but then we build up after the new year with the besties and the resties and all that sort of stuff. So huzzah. Huzzah. So we want to thank our Patreon backers really quickly on the way out the door. Julian Hermes, James DeGuzman, Lena Oberholzer, Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall, what's your handle? Silva, Georgia, are you ready for Dwayne Smith? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's not. I thought you were going to go Thank you. Sorry, Dwayne. She don't like it anymore. <laughs> the Yeet Meister, Reverend Bruce, Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, Holly Callen, Cheesy with a Fish on a Bike, Richard, Ryan, Kukads, Dirk. Yeah, I ain't saying the rest. Shy Burger, Freud, <laughs> Stay from the Steward Order Podcast, and Norfolk Domus. If you want to uh, get your name read out in such a, uh efficient way, uh, why don't you go ahead, think about the Patreon, BFE, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash BFE. Kept it simple. Next week, it's our Christmas party. Christmas Ooh. vacation. Christmas yeah. vacation. vacation. Sometimes it feels like Christmas around the corner, and sometimes it feels like it was like a, a month ago. I know. It's, it's, it's bizarre how that happens. <laughs> it's very strange, so isn't it? So check it out next week. Uh, we'll actually be dropping it on Christmas Eve. Christmas yep. Eve. So you, this is Tuesday. You'll get it on Friday. So just three days from now, you get another release, and then it's going to be like a week and a half, folks. So yeah. that'll be that. And we'll let you know what's coming up next on the Christmas vacation episode. So have a Merry Christmas. Hope you enjoy your BFE. Ho, 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 and all that jazz. <laughs> so um, please join us next time when we tackle the John Hughes film, Christmas Vacation, our Patreon choice for our Christmas Eve movie. And all our party fun. It'll be good. Do you know, I've been listening to a lot of people um, through Tesco's talking about Christmas movies, and a lot of them hold Christmas Vacation in very high regard. Be interesting to see what we think about carrying that nostalgia into it and see yeah. if, we, uh, if we agree. Yeah. Be interesting. So please join us next week for Liam's favorite actor, Chevy Chase, in the <laughs> holiday classic, Hermes, I hope you're ready for it, <laughs> Christmas Vacation. He'll be ready for it. For best film ever, uh, I've been you. I've been Liam. And I've been Megan. And you know what I've discovered about doing a podcast? What's that? This odd thing about this is that you're more likely to talk about nothing than something. But I want to say to you guys that all of this nothing's meant more to me than so many somethings. So I guess what I'm saying is good night, dear Void. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop. <laughs> <laughs>